Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> Check. One, two. Remember how you said my microphone facing down? I think I gotta yeah. go back to that. I always I feel my, like mine always falls, so I end up having to lay... <laughs> I was well, tighten it up. Uh, we've tried. It's that thing. Uh, I don't know. Because the stand's all fucked up. Ready? Yes. Let's do it. You're listening to the XD Experience. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Trump's world, man. To drink to take to go to sleep. For well, we are opposed around the world. By a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. Hello. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. <laughs> you may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. It's time to commit to finding the answer to search for life beyond Earth. Have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. Blow over. They're here. What up, yo? What up, what up, yo? This is the XD experience. So I messaged your daughter about that message she left us. Yeah. And I said, so mean. She said, but it feels so sweet. I thought because we were on Easy Street. Look. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what the hell? You tell they watch this show way too much. <laughs> oh, shit. What up, guys? What's up? How is everybody today? I am good. You're good? You're good? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. I mean, my weekends are always short unless it's my long weekend. So, you know, they, I'm, I work Saturday, so usually I'm like, one day off, yay. But yeah, it, it I had is. a pretty good weekend. I, I, I stayed busy. I went to Philly and partied. And yeah. It was awesome. Ravens Lounge, yeah. It was like a Grand Poe feel to it. It's right. It's actually like two miles away from Monk Cafe that you were talking about. Oh, Monk's Cafe? Yeah. I like, like Monk's yeah. Cafe. Because so, we were looking at clubs to go to. That's where I had Pliny the Elder. What the hell is that? It's a beer. It's like oh, yeah, that's right. Sought after beers that's like right. on the face of I the forgot. earth. Unless you live out in California, it's a little easier to get out there. I but forgot. Out but guess what? Hard. What? Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They're still going to lose nine their first one, playoff baby! game. That's all right. They can, they can be <laughs> nine and one all they want because in come first playoff game, they're going to go down goes Frazier. No. Dak's going to get one-twoed, and he's going to have to come out, and then Tony's going to come in, throw four interceptions, and then he's going to get traded to Denver Yo, that night. Look, I found this picture, and, like, I want to I post it online and see, like, what people, like, a caption for it. But, no, no, you're wrong. We have the best record in the NFL. Doesn't mean a goddamn mm-hmm. thing. Just because mm-hmm. you have the best record But if the Eagles anything. had it, you would be singing a different tune. No, I said it all along. The Eagles are only going to win eight or nine I want to caption that, but I don't... <laughs> <laughs> can I have my job back? <laughs> that was me once. <laughs> can I can, can I get in at least one down? Can I, can I have a snap or two? <laughs> but seriously though, like his speech that he gave was very heartfelt, and like me and Dad watched it, and we were like tearing up, like because then he's talking about life and like you know how like all the high school kids like this is what their dream, and he like he remembers being Dax once, you know, and like oh, it was God. it was story. really no, it was really like heartfelt. And then he walked out of that room and said, Jerry, I want to be traded. He did. 
to the Denver Broncos. Doesn't he matter. Says. It was heartfelt. He said he wanted to do it because he ha- he says uh, he's not going to be a distraction. He did it because he had to do it. He didn't do it because he wanted to do it. They basically said, "Look, we're giving we're giving Dax the starting job." And he had to come out and say, all right, I guess I got to do this. No, the speech was really heartfelt. Just watch it. Let's move on. Every, Dallas, baby. Every sports. We're going to crush the Redskins, Every Sean. sports speech is heartfelt when it's when you're a fan. I love the Al Pacino one from any given Sunday. Not me. The best thing ever, ever, period, ever, is when What's-His-Face does the LeBron speech in the Morgan Freeman voice. You never heard, heard, heard that? No. Oh, my God. Hold on. I've never heard such things. <laughs> uh, it's the best shit ever. Remember when LeBron decided he was doing, he was going to go and he was going to do the speech mm-hmm. and, all, and, all, and all that? Hold on, let me find Interesting. Why well, he finds this video, uh, I am Inspector Gidget. He is... Agent M. Agent M. This is episode 97. Yes, so we're three episodes away from our 100th episode. So come on, guys, get the voicemails in, get the questions, get whatever, you know... Uh, we want to hear from you guys. Um, and you can call and leave us a voicemail at 1-802-483-3682. Do it. Call and leave me a voicemail, please. Fine. And leave us a, a, re- a review on iTunes. You'll get a sticker. Yeah, just inboxes. So, yeah. Um, my weekend was pretty good. Yeah. Except for uh, my friends don't know how to drink, so they ordered wine at the bar, and then they wanted to go get pizza, so they didn't want to waste their drinks. So they were like, here, chug these. And I chugged a bunch of wine, and I was tired. <laughs> Nice. It just made me so tired. I don't even know why people drink wine. I know it's got way more alcohol in it than like beer or anything, but uh, I just can't get into it. But guess what? Hold on before you play that. I did my DNA test. Did it's you? in the mail. It's going to come back your Delawarean swamp rat. That's what you are. That's what we are. I, I want to know what I'm made of. If anybody has You're made, made of cells and matter. I want nothing know. more, as Doctor Strange would say. <laughs> I want it. We're know. just a small speck in an infinite yeah. dot of ever living universes, or whatever hell he said. <laughs> That's what we are. That's I know. it. I know, but I want to know where. And like, then all of a sudden, bang! Your astral body comes flying out. And you're That's like, so awesome. We'll talk about Doctor Strange though. But yeah, so I'm oh excited. yeah, we haven't talked no, about it. Since I finally seen watched it. it, so yeah, we're gonna. Um, I've seen get it. One of those times. I've seen it twice too. Yeah, I saw it in theater. Bam. Fuck you. Bam. Hashtag no invite twice. Bam. Bam. I had free tickets. I could have paid and still went with you. You could have, but would you have been here in 10 minutes? Because literally I walked in the door and walked right back out. Boom. There's 15 minutes previews. I could have made it. You probably could have. They said, let's see, did they show anything new preview wise? They showed Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Logan, which was fucking great in the theater, was seeing, it? seeing Logan up. I mean, I've seen that trailer a million times, but seeing that up on the big screen and the kids were like, "Yes!" <laughs> and then Maz Mickelson, who plays uh, uh, Cassius or whatever in, in Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. he's in Rogue One. I saw Is him he? and I was like, "Huh, that's wait, I know that guy." And then it dawned on me who that's he was. That's the black guy, right? No, the guy with the weird eyes. Okay, okay. Cassius. Um. He was Hannibal. He, Han- he yeah, played, he yeah and uh, the show oh. Hannibal. He was playing. We are Hannibal drinking Lecter. tonight. Uh, this is finally out. Have you had this one before? Yeah. Sierra Nevada Celebration. It's so good. It's we like had one of my it, favorite. Um, last the, year yeah, this time. last year around this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a Christmas beer, yeah. and it's uh, it's just a great. It's made by Sierra Nevada. I absolutely love this beer. Every time it comes out, I'm grabbing it. There was one point I had like a three year old version. Somebody kept them. And didn't drink them all and saved them. So that way we were drinking like three-year-old beers. It was kind of nice. Mm. Not that they do it. I anything. like how you try to showcase it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm on QVC. <laughs> you literally was just like. <laughs> yeah, it's QVC. Have you ever seen Ozzy Man? Yeah. His, his stuff? Mm. Did you ever see the one he did with the infomercial? No, I don't 
Okay. He's like, for fuck's sake, I'll be jerking off to this shit all night. It's what funny as hell. All right, so play right. this LeBron speech. I can't believe you never heard this. This is so fucking great. And Morgan Freeman read it? No. That's the best part. Okay. So Morgan tell Freeman's us voice. what it is you have planned. Yeah. This guy well, this Morgan thought, Freeman uh, to a T. Okay. It's one of those things. I was a, I actually Frank heard, I, I was actually listening to you guys, the podcast, and it was a promo. I think it was Shout Charles Barkley called in about, uh, and he he talked, I think it was he talking to Cowherd. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I listened when you brought up that letter. It was the most amazing thing he does in the entire world. When Mike and Mike started to read, with a re, or I, was, I remember if it was you or Colin, but he's like, when he started to read a letter, I just felt different. And he said, how could you not love LeBron James? I thought, well, that letter is amazing. You, you know, it's, the LeBron letter. The LeBron letter it was very makes, well so, it makes so much sense and it feels so good. There's only one way it could be better. Uh, and then I thought, if I could get some, you guys have some like Shawshank type music? We do. <laughs> Listen to this. Before anyone ever cared <laughs> where I would play basketball, I was a kid from Northeast Ohio. It's where I walked. It's where I ran. It's where I cried. How's that voice come out of him? It's where I bled. It holds a special place in my heart. (laughs) People there have seen me grow up. I sometimes feel like I'm their son. Their passion can be overwhelming, but it drives me. I want to give them hope when I can. I want to inspire them when I can. My relationship with Northeast Ohio is bigger than basketball. I didn't realize that four years ago. <laughs> He's so good at I it. I do now. But don't that speech sound so epic? And Remember when I was sitting up there at the Boys and Girls Club in 2010? I was thinking, this is really tough. I could feel it. I was leaving something I'd spent a long time creating. If I had to do it all over again, I'd obviously do things differently but I'd still have left. Miami, for me, has been almost like college for other kids. This past four years helped raise me into who I am. I became a better player and a better man. I learned from a franchise that had been where I wanted to go. I will always think of Miami as my second home. Without the experiences I had there, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing today. We actually ran out of music. <laughs> I'm not promising a championship. I know how hard that is to deliver. You did do. We're not ready nice to year. right mm-hmm. now. No way. Of course, I want to win next year, but I'm realistic. <laughs> it will be a long process, much longer than it was in 2010. Three runs double, My double patience three will get tested. <laughs> I know that. I'm going into a situation with a young team and a new coach. I will be the old head. The old head. <laughs> but I get a thrill out of bringing a group together, together and helping them reach a place they didn't know they could go. I see myself as a mentor now, and I'm excited to lead some of these talented young guys. In Northeast Ohio, Ohio. nothing is given. Everything is earned. You work for what you have. I'm ready to accept the challenge. I'm coming home. The end. There's no place like home. I never thought you guys would let me do the whole thing. I thought for sure. Oh, Oh, no, that's fantastic. I will save that forever. 
That's, <laughs> that's I'm a great. Fan of Mike and Mike, anyway. Go to uh, watch later. This will actually this actually segues into something I want to say. Um, on this day, which is Monday, well, not Monday, but November twenty first, um, Rocky, <laughs> the, the Rocky movie first Rock. appeared in New cut York. Cut me, Mick. Cut me, Mick. On today, so yeah. so I have a little clip that I want to play. <laughs> it's the I have the tiger. The oh yeah, you heard it. Do you see it? Uh, it says Rocky Balboa speech. Come on, son. I do not see it. But yeah, so this is this is a a, a happy day. Did you go to um, watch later? Yeah, look, watch later. Let me see if it's in the other. No, one. you just fucking passed Where? it. Where? Right there. Yeah. Right you, there, son. You, you passed it. Right there, son. 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 It has an ad. It's not about how hard you get hit, but how hard you get hit and keep getting up. <laughs> so I want to play this because November 21st, you know he, it premiered he, in New York. You know he wrote this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stallone can write. Yeah, he can. We ain't going to believe this. Well, you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up. To say to your mother, like this kid's going to be the best too. kid in the world. Yeah, own it. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching. Every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world. Like how they had a caption. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. He's still scared. You're better than that. What now, bitch? Punk. I just want to like. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. A new one? You know where to be found? You're my son. You're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Mm. Don't forget to visit your mother. Because <laughs> she did. I just, you know, so I wanted to share that with you. You know, um, how, you know how hard it had to have been, though? I, I I get he's an actor, but you know his son was in the first two Rock Rock yeah. movies, and then he died. Mm -hmm. So like that had to have been like kind of hard to yeah. do this movie. I mean, you got to think this isn't just a boxing movie; like it spanned other stuff. And today, like 2015 Creed or 16, right? Fantastic. I mean, it's movie. such a, a good it franchise. Been 15, I don't know. It's such a good franchise that can move you know forward in a lot of different ways. And so yeah, it premiered. Um, 1976. In New York on November 21st. It's a great movie. But when you go back and watch it, he sounds really mentally challenged I know. in the first one. Like, it's weird. Like, you're I watching know. it like, why does he seem so out of it? He's like, I don't even know where I am. I'm just Adrian! Adrian, you know, like, <laughs> we go to this fish shop. And, you know, I just want to run there. up and down the steps. And, 
and she's selling fish. I mean, what do you want to do? You want to fish your whole life? Because I want to fish my whole life. I, I want to be it. here. I want to be over there. See, look, now you want to watch all the Rocky movies, don't you? Sure. Cut me, Mick. What did, what did he Cut say? Me, I must break you. Wait, I must he... break you. <laughs> uh, you know he's on Arrow now, right? Dolph? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's I fucking big... love him. He's and I love that he's like a rocket scientist. Like, he has the highest... IQ, like you know what I mean. And so, like in like uh, you know, he just did. Um, what was that? What, uh, Expendables. He was talking like you know, and they were like, "What are you, a rocket scientist?" Like you know, I love how they make fun of that because he really is. He has such a good IQ. You know, he was just in another one. Of, they redid a movie with that Arnold was in. Kindergarten oh, Cop or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it though. Um, I think it's on um Redbox, but I didn't watch it. I think. Let me see if I have a scene here for Dolph Lundgren. Here you go. On Arrow. With your investment, we can make it a premier destination in the area. Now, look, as long as you have craps in here, right? I am awesome at craps. You gotta fill this place with girls. Tons of girls. I'm sure you will be very pleased. All of your requests will be accommodated. I'm convinced. But my associate would like to see the blueprints just to make sure you're all buttoned up, yeah? What's up with his hair? Here you this is are. This a flashback when uh, he was in the Bronco. I can have copies sent to your hotel, copies. but first... Yes. You want to see the money? <laughs> Not to be rude, but yes. That's fine. That's fine. Show the man the money. Money, money, money. This will do just fine, Mr. Queen. If you don't mind my asking, uh, why you have not returned home? Supposedly our big deal. Ah! All right. We want to set the charges there and there for maximum damage. What? You play what's American term? Douche? <laughs> Very well. Let's get this over with. Yeah, I like how this year they're going back and how we got into the Broadway. So you, it's a lot what? more. Crazy. <coughs> Where's Dolph? boy. A mother told me a story about her grandfather. He's big as shit. She said he grew Still. a turnip so large that he cannot pull it up by himself. What the fuck is wrong with his voice? That's how he sounds. So he has his wife to help, but together they cannot do it. He's like, do he's adding some extra so twang or something. So he asked my uncle, oh, my aunt, everybody to pitch in, but yet they cannot pull the turnip out of the ground. Love the Expendables movies. That's what I said. Look out, my baby. Mama, Mama. Did they ever pull the turnip out of the ground? And she said yes. But only, only after they called everybody in the village. He was a punisher. Every he? man, woman, and child. Every farmer. Do you remember that? Every vagabond. Every animal, no. even. It's dogs and the cats. And finally, together, they wrestled it free. Does your story have a point? Yes. That without unity, one cannot accomplish anything in life. As I got older, I realized it also meant something else. That scum will never amount to anything without help. That the soldiers guy I brought back and pull at the time all they want. 
It's scary still. Ever. Ever. Set it free. Oh. Yes, that and... Uh, to become a damn farmer. Hello, Oliver Queen. My name is Konstantin Kovar. I've been looking forward to meeting you. What the fuck? He's a big man. This year on era. Well, the big bad as far as the broad figures. Ah, uh, yeah, he's adding a little bit extra to that speech. To that, to that voice. He uh, doesn't sound exactly like that. He doesn't sound American. No, I'm saying I've seen, I've, I've watched interviews with him, and he doesn't sound like that. Here he is in. Uh, <laughs> Can't believe you never what seen. What year was this? 70s, 89. Very after Rocky. Hello, Frank. He played a good punisher. How you been? Didn't do enough of, uh, of it. Is he? Oh, I know. Frank is know. dead. All right. Oh, let's see. So you uh, decided everybody else had to be dead too, is that it? No. If you're guilty, you're dead. Courts decide who's guilty, not cops. We hereby swear to uphold the law. Remember. Really different, huh? What the hell didn't you come to me for help? This movie a was 1989. It has a 5.7 you know rating on IMDb. I didn't say it was great. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that's pretty good for an older movie. <laughs> Adam Sandler can't even get like one. <laughs> but yeah, so he, uh, he did Rocky and then Masters of the Universe. Yeah, he was uh, Maximum man. Potential, Red yep. Scorpion, The Punisher. Yeah. So, showdown in you. Little Tokyo. He will break you. Break you. I will break you. All right. Uh, also, uh, so my favorite president is is Donald Trump. No, Abraham Lincoln. But my second is John F. Kennedy. Yeah. So today, November twenty first, he flew into Dallas, where he would eventually be shot. So tomorrow, November twenty second. If you're gonna tell us, you gotta tell us in Kennedy voice. No, I can't do Kennedy voice. Shut up. Everybody can do no, Kennedy I voice. No, I can't. Um so Today <laughs> I flew into Dallas. Okay. There you go. Okay. And I was shot. <laughs> 
Um, Up so in Vermont. November 22nd, 1963. He Maybe was they'll shoot me to the Dallas. moon. I don't know. <laughs> but so I have a little clip that I want to play. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love the JFK. Yeah. yeah. You have to go to the watch later. I love JFK and, you know, this his thing? assassination. It says an hour and 50. It's not. <laughs> just skip to like. 450. 450. 450. 450. Then we're going to watch it to like 640. 450. But yeah, so this was breaking news. Um, and it's so cool when you watch breaking news stuff from back in the day because like they didn't have their camera set up. So like you like a lot of times there's just like a black screen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so everybody just, you know, this will come out tomorrow. So just in case They don't have that, but they do have the breaking news. So this is breaking you know. news. That woman not as nice was just shot in the head. Brain matter went everywhere. Just wait till he explains it. What happened? You were about to say wait till his head explodes. I heard it. No. I heard no. you say. I heard. I seen it. You did not seen it. I heard it. No, you didn't. I heard it. Don't lie. What the fuck? It's gonna start in a second. I told you. I said uh, back then they couldn't. They didn't have the cameras on right away, so it was just like a blank screen. Great. Why they interrupted as the world I'm turns. Not. Here is a bulletin from CBS News. Further details on an assassination attempt against President Kennedy in Dallas, Texas. President Kennedy was shot as he drove from Dallas airport to downtown Dallas. Governor Connolly of Texas in the car with him was also shot. It is reported that three bullets rang out. A Secret rang Service out. man has been, was heard to shout from the car, he's dead. Hell. Whether he referred to President Kennedy or not is not yet known. The president, cradled in the arms of his wife, Mrs. Kennedy, was carried to an ambulance and the car rushed to Parkland Hospital outside Dallas. The president was taken to an emergency room in the hospital. Other White House officials were in doubt in the corridors of the hospital as to the condition of President Kennedy. Repeating this bulletin, President Kennedy shot while driving in an open car from the airport in Dallas, Texas, to downtown Dallas. Recounting again the details of this incident, three shots were heard to ring out as Kennedy and Governor Connolly like and Mrs. Kennedy rode in the back seat of the open car. Immediately, a Secret Service man said he saw blood spurt from the president's head. He fell into the laps of Mrs. Kennedy, and Mrs. Kennedy shouted, Oh, no. Governor Connolly was seen to crumple also. The car sped on, the motorcade speeded up, rushed to Parkland Hospital in Dallas, where the president and Governor Connolly were rushed to the emergency room. A Secret Service man was heard to say he's dead as the president was lifted from the rear of the White House touring car, the famous bubble top from Washington, and taken into the hospital. Reporters about five car lengths behind the chief yeah, executive heard what sounded like that three bursts of gunfire. Right. We will keep you advised as more details come in. We're going to pay attention to this news bulletin. Yeah. They're going to keep us advised. We'll yes. let everybody yes. know what happens you know. here as the story comes sorry in. Sorry if we spoiled anything for you. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I, I'm sorry I spoiled things. <laughs> I hope you watched as the world turned, you know, in 1960. Who watched as the, who, isn't that show still in the air? I think so. I mean, who watches that shit now? Uh, old women. They like their soaps. They're terrible. They like their soaps. They're terrible. <laughs> don't, don't fuck with my but chair. But yeah, so... Uh, don't fuck with my chair. R.I.P. Mr. Kennedy. 
Mr. President. I have a newspaper, so I'm gonna po- I'm gonna post a couple pictures of the newspapers Happy I have of his assassination. Did you see that Cat Williams thing where he was like, she was, sing- she was singing that song, and he's probably like, "Bitch, my wife are here." Like <laughs> his wife was pissed about that. Jackie <laughs> apparently like punched him in the face right. right Good. Right. She's like, she should. Two to the jaw, one to the hip. But. So can we can we just bow? I can't. JFK. I mean, I could tip a hat, but that's it. I I don't have a hat. You have a hat. I can't tip it. You it's just a did. Beanie. You just did. Oh, you motherfucker! Whatever. You tipped it off your head. Shut what? the fuck up! Shut up! <sighs> no. Anyway, all right, where, all right. Where are we at? I don't even know where we are. Sorry, we segued. Uh, Let's talk about Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I fucking loved this fucking movie so fucking much. So there's a couple things that I... You got to remember, like, okay, so this this movie took place... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. This is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. We're going to get strange with the hands, the scarred up hands. The strange technique. The strange technique or the the Palmer Strange technique or the strange Palmer technique. Either way, they invented it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Amy McGowan's is hot. Other than that mole. No, It's like protruding, though. There's a point where he's, like, rubbing her face, and you can clearly tell he's, like, moving his thumb around it instead of, like... I love Rachel McAdams. I do too, and she's and gorgeous. And she was so awesome in that, like that whole hospital scene. Like, that was when he asked for a projector. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" So she's also one of the three night nurses. Yeah, the night nurse. Yeah. So we've been introduced to um, uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson, who plays Claire on Punisher, Daredevil, all those yeah. Netflix Luke stuff. Cage. Luke Cage. He's he's the night. She's the one of the night nurses. Um, Palmer. What's it? What's her first name? Sarah. No, Christine. Christine. Christine yeah. Palm Bomber. She is the second night nurse. We still have one more to see. I don't Ooh, know when that's going to pop out. Who's it but be? so this movie, I think people don't realize this movie took place. This movie is supposed to have taken place during Iron Man Two. Like this isn't current. This isn't after Civil War and all that. This is supposed to take place before Avengers even happened. When he makes a mention that oh Avengers protect it's right after the event so after Avengers the first Avengers protect the world we protect we protect the world from magic the sanctions or something well they protect the the sanctum sanctorum mm. which is the the ma- the ma- magic but so this takes place during Iron Man two and in fact you realize that when uh, Strange is driving in his car and they're like thirty five year old army lieutenant with a broken spine that's from Iron Man two when that guy put on the exoscoot that suit that Hammer Tech made and he was like. Uh- and crush the spine. So this movie takes place then, not now. So like people are like, why wasn't he around for this or that? Because it didn't do it yet. And in fact, the fact now when you've seen in the in the um the the end credit credits, Doc Strange's gloves on, mm-hmm. like it's that's current. So like the and even when they make mention of him in like Cap One or whatever, and they're like folks like Stephen Strange running around. Yeah. So we know like now we know he exists, but this movie took place then. So I think okay. I think that's confusing a lot of people. I enjoyed it. I don't know. Oh, I wasn't, no, no. I wasn't no, paying it's, attention to the timeline. It's well, I, I just think there's people like there's the diehards out there like, I don't get it. Well, it takes place during Iron Man 2, which is what, eight years ago and yeah, ten years ago? Like I don't even yeah. it might even be ten. Um but Man. that's when this takes take, take, takes place. So that's why I think seem a little off. Okay. I gotta say though, I, I tried to do 
<laughs> the magic. The kids. <laughs> I, nothing would happen. <laughs> That's because you're not. You're not. You're not letting go. Remember? No, okay, please, thank you. Okay, so this one reason why I love this movie is uh, it brings up chakras and, you know, mindfulness and being aware and letting go of certain things. And, like, I know all this stuff. Like, um, one of my favorite authors is uh, Thich Nahan. He's a Buddhist, and he is amazing, and he talks about all this stuff. And when I was going through my anxiety stuff really bad, this is what got me through it, that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I like, I knew a lot of the stuff going on, and I was like, and I love the part where he's like, this is good tea. <laughs> and she's like, what, what you it? put out of tea? Was Nothing. It? Just honey. Yeah, just a little bit of honey. Tilda Swinton was awesome <laughs> yes. as Antoine. Now, in the comics, she's a man, and some people had problems with that. Look, she was great. At, at, yeah, I fucking loved her. That scene where she's like dying, mm-hmm. and the girls, I looked over and they were like, yeah, she's like, oh, time's relative. You, your body hasn't even hit the floor yet. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you you haven't even hit the floor, and you see the lightning, like, crack, 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 crack. It's yeah. really like, uh, look. If you want to get drink and watch this movie, or, or I or do, some, I want to get really fucked up because this movie had some <laughs> trippy scenes. Like when she was like, "Bam!" and threw him through that yeah, thing, I was and he's like, he's like grabbing his own eyeball at one point, and yeah, then little and then hands he's like going through the thing, and then oh, yeah, it was so it great. was so fucking awesome. I feel like if you do that on LSD, people are gonna. F- <laughs> let me tell you, this movie was fantastic. Um, I absolutely, I, I I did love 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 this movie a lot. Can and we just say the cloak? Cloak is fantastic. Did you see what I was saying now? It's, yeah. it's the Groot. Yeah. Like, you know, when he... Because like, you, at first you're like, where the fuck did he get the ca- the cloak from? Because, like, it kind of happened so well, fast. Well, see, and that confused the kids, too. And I had to tell them. I was like, remember earlier when Mordo was like, the, the relics, relics choose yeah. you. So the Eye of Agamotto chose him, and the cloak mm-hmm. chose him. So But it was weird things. how it happened because it happened so fast because all of a sudden you see him fall off the balcony. And then but the you tape. see the cloak fly, and yeah. all of a sudden he was like, Bwam. Yeah, and then he was... That was kind of cheesy, though. And he was just like... <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, like, that was <laughs> awesome. I, lo- I, I actually loved it. <laughs> but yeah, I fucking love the cloak, man. And like uh, when uh, when he's in the hospital, like he, you know, after uh, the ancient one dies, um, and like he's crying, and like and the kid and the cloak's just like rubbing his eyeballs, like and like, he's like, stop way. it. <laughs> like there was just enough humor in this movie. Like like it was serious when it needed to be, and mm-hmm. it was funny when it had to be because yeah. it broke it up really nice. I loved uh, what was his name and the Wong? cloak kept. Beating the shit out of that guy. I know. It just attacked his face. It was awesome. It was so weird, though, when um, <laughs> Mad... What, what was his name in the movie? I forget. Mordo? Mordo. There we go. I kept Baron to... Mordo, who's so, a villain. Yeah. So he when he was in it, um, it was weird. I thought it was really... I thought the a scene that I loved was when the thing started to connect to him to like lock him up. That was Cassilius that I think started connecting to. That's the villain. Mordo's the black guy. Yeah, Mordo's the black guy. That's yeah. why I was like, okay. But yeah, I loved that scene because it just looked like so like robotic and like, like it was real. Like, pop, 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 yeah. pop. And it put him in a, <laughs> in a position where he couldn't use his hands. Yeah. So it was like made for that. It was so fucking awesome. And then he takes the it off. The cape was pulling him back yeah. like, get this. And he's like running. Did you see what I was saying yeah. in that scene? That was fantastic. Um, Stan- he takes the thing off his mouth and he's like, if you're not going to start making sense, I'm going to put this thing back on. <laughs> um, Stan Lee made a cameo. A lot of people are like, that was yes. a dumb cameo. It's not a dumb cameo because you know what he was reading? He was reading, um, fuck, the Iron Man thing. Nope. He was reading Aldous Huxley's The Doors of Perception, which was a 1954 book, which was basically where they got a lot of Doctor Strange stuff from. Uh, so Stan Lee is seen in the yeah, bus. Yeah, on the bus, yeah. Yeah, and if you look at, I, let me see if I can find a copy of, um. Come on, people, lighten the fuck up. 
Gosh, he already was the bouncer at a strip club. Come on, can we calm down? You know, he said that was one of the worst ones he ever, he ever did. Oh, that's because people complained. If no one complained about it, he would have been fine with it. Uh, Come on. Look. That's like celebrities when they get caught cheating on their wives and all the. Uh, and then they're I like, then they're it. like, I have a sex addiction. No, you don't. You're just an asshole. Like, you stick your dick everywhere. So this is what the book looks like. Okay. And that's where they got a lot of like the colors and everything. That's how Doctor Strange was basically created after that book. That's awesome. So it was a neat little wink that not many people picked up on. I loved it. I mean, from start to finish, like when he's singing in the in the sur- in the you know when he's doing surgery. surgery and stuff. You did hear his British accent pop through a couple of times. Oh, come on, he's but British. I I get that. And you know somebody. Um, oh, it was uh, what's his name from um, Fat Man on Batman. Why do I always forget his name? Fat guy. They're both fat. Anyway, but he said, you know, he was like, why couldn't he just do his British voice and he'd just be Doctor Strange with a British voice? It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't care. But I mean, I was fine with it. This this movie was fucking awesome. Like, I wasn't disappointed. I I, So many memorable scenes and like, you know, I just loved the cinematography. The score was awesome. The whole thing from top to bottom. And like, I love how he's like, oh, do you ever laugh to the... The bookkeeper. The Wong. Wong. Like, Wong was great. Yeah. He was like, oh, like Adele. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was thinking, if this takes place during Iron Man 2, does Adele exist? I guess yeah. she, she probably was around then, right? Yeah. She, uh, by then she had, uh, she was doing <laughs> she other She was probably stuff, just like doing Rolling pavements. in the Deep and no. all that. No. Chasing Pavements was like her big outbreak song. Uh, well, I do know that was a big outbreak, but I don't, I don't know when it exactly. Pro- it was probably around that time. But, I mean, Beyonce's been around forever. But I love how at the, he's like, you never laugh, do you? And then at the end, he just starts laughing. And then he's looking at him like, what <laughs> the fuck? You know that guy's real name is Wong? He's been in so much he shit, is. too. He, and he's fantastic. He's so fucking funny. He is funny. And, like, um, he was using a, a weapon that is... This is very comic book he- heavy. This mm-hmm. this whole movie was comic book heavy to a T. Um, the weapon that Wong was using was a big weapon from the from the very first issue of Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. so like they did a lot of nods back to the comic books. Yeah, which well, I mean cool. that's why I love like the comic book movies nowadays. They nod back to you know old stuff, and like um, a lot of people didn't catch this, but in Deadpool he talks about Liam Neeson, and Liam Neeson was actually in a movie called Deadpool. That's why they brought that up in the in the movie. But a lot of people didn't catch that. <laughs> see, I'm it wasn't about Deadpool, Deadpool, but it was called Deadpool, so that's why they like you know gave a nod to him, you know? And I don't know. Doctor Strange was was fucking fantastic. It was great. It, you know, and I mean, there's all, there's, there is some criticism. Like, people are criticized. Like, they're like, it's just like Iron Man 1 all over again. Look, I get it. It's a it's an origin story. You know, something terrible happens and they have to come up out of it. it if you look at it, it is the exact same step for but step. You can't but it's an origin story. So yeah. look past that. You know, I because mean, now it builds Which one on came that. out first, Iron Man or Doctor Strange in comic books? Uh, Doctor Strange came out first, I think. Maybe. Maybe. So let's see. Maybe Iron Man copied... No. Well, Iron Man had a... What they're saying is not, not I that know, they're I saying know, like the movie. Like, it's the exact same movie as Iron well, Man. Well, all of them are, basically. All the origin stories are the same. Something terrible happens. They have to come Besides up out Guardians of it. Besides Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, even in that. But his I mean, mom not, dies. Yeah, but I mean, it's not really it. like, you know, that he's injured or anything. No, but it's always something horrible happens, and then they have to rise up. something horrible has to happen for you to realize... That you have the guts, the courage, and the bravery to be better than you are. Yeah, look, I, I I love this movie from start start to finish. So I, I fucking loved it. I don't give a fuck what people say. I don't the care. The whole opening scene where they're like running up on the sideways, and I'm just like, oh my lord. We were walking out the theater, and I swear the kids were like, 
I tried to do it. Not <laughs> sling rings were new. That was never in the comic. I like that. Sling ring was new. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. That and was then different. the mirror world. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. There's a villain that's on Flash. Dish. Are you watching Flash? Mirror Master. I am three episodes behind. Is it, is it Flash? Mirror Master. Yeah, Mirror Master's on Flash. Oh, fantastic character. Like it's one of Flash's biggest villains, and for I him to be Zoom on there. Was I'm just kidding. It was no. Flashpoint. <laughs> well, no, Mirror Flash, Master Flash is one of the most iconic, um, like villain, villain, bad Flash. Guy. Yeah, yeah. But they're doing something really cool in that. Like all those shows are doing something really cool. Like uh, Supergirl had a big twist this week or last week, really leading into this week. Uh, Arrow two weeks in a row has dropped my jaw to the fucking floor. I'm shocked at how good that show's got. Still on season one. Um, (laughs) Flash is always good to me. It's it's just a solid show. Uh, Kevin Smith's episode is next week. Killer Frost. Really? Um, Okay, so I'll I'll be I'll catch up this week, right? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. So his episode is tomorrow for um, that, and he's doing two episodes of Flash here, one episode of Supergirl, right? Or one of Flash and two. No, two of Flash, one of Supergirl. I think it is. Anyway, he. He's, I like he's how done. they get people who actually love comic books and yeah. that whole world, you know, to actually come in and. Kevin Smith dropped a cool little, 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 little spoiler on his podcast this week. You know, she's Killer Frost, so she freezes things yeah. and can shoot like ice and stuff like that. And uh, what? What the fuck is his co-host name? I can't think of his co-host name <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> Mark right. Mark Bernardin. Mark says, "Oh, did you get a let it go joke in there somewhere?" And he goes, "We couldn't fit it in there like that." But he goes. Look at the look at the uh, the meatpacking plant's name when you see the show because it's spelled L E D L E D I T slash G O. Let it go. He put a fucking frozen joke in the flash. Kevin Smith did. You see, Kevin Smith's awesome. He doesn't get a lot of credit that he should. Well, you know, he's getting there again. I mean, he's you look. I mean, he's I've always some, loved he's him. made some good movies. He's made some shit movies, but, but at a the lot end of people day, have. He was he was on the Talking Dead last night. Fantastic. Steven Spielberg made shitty movies. I mean, uh, not very much. Christopher Nolan. It doesn't matter. You still make shitty movies from time to time. Yeah. Have you seen Yoga Hosers yet? No, I haven't. I don't yeah. want to watch it because you said it's gonna. Happen. You still gotta watch it. It's Kevin Smith. It's part of the saga. <laughs> Next, Ms. Moose Jaws. <laughs> So yeah, I look. I'm loving all those shows. They're great. Um, Westworld is fantastic. Yes, uh, I fucking love Westworld. Let me just say, it was renewed. It's for a great show season. and a third. The whole I just I love how I showed you when I got here. The they added Amy Winehouse on the piano. Um, back to black. Just and the like, music, yeah. Yeah, and like I was just like, yo, this sounds so fucking beautiful. Like the way that they do that with the music, it coincides with the show. And, and like, I like you know, how the music basically kind of in a weird way dictates what goes on in the show. Yeah. Like, that's the day as they wake up to that kind of thing. It's yeah. kind of neat. Like, um, I just loved it. And, you know, there's... I just... No, I can't even overstretch it. If you're not... If you're not watching Westworld, you need to start. <laughs> like I said, I'm <laughs> like, like... last night's I'm, episode I'm, was fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm two episodes behind. I, I'm at the episode where Simon from The Walking Dead dies. I don't even know. Casey Ogg is his name, I think. Okay. Or, Steve, or Stephen Ogg? One or the other. Stephen Ogg, that's what it is. Do, do you recognize him? I think yes. he was Rebus. He showed me a picture, yeah. He, he was Rebus. And, uh, I remember him. He, he was on last night's episode. He's a fantastic... He's dead now on Westworld. The Walking Dead. Yes, last night's episode of Walking Dead. I thought you meant last night's episode Gosh. of Westworld. Yeah, he, he, he's dead on Westworld. <laughs> he did. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Look, we people talk about to, this shit every week. People need week. to calm down on spoiler alerts. I'm sorry. People get butt hurt too quick. Early. Hey, Mike. What? You want to know a spoiler? What's, what's your spoiler? You want to know one? 
Your cup's empty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I like how. Uh, I'm sure you saw it today. I posted something last night about Daryl getting his face melted off and got blasted on. That was a spoiler. I'm I not... had the perfect comeback and nobody, nobody said anything I think to the, me. I think at that point everybody was like, "I think we've said enough." <laughs> I had the perfect. I said. A, a spoiler is me telling you Jack Dawson dies. A theory but it's not is, even a spoiler theory, because it's been a, so long. A we know that. A theory is me I get, I, yeah. saying, you know, he never existed. There's two different... And here's the thing. He wasn't even in the comics. So just because I've read the comics has nothing to do with Daryl. Like, yeah. he's not in the comics. I feel you. So back off. I know. That's what I told him. And no one... You know, I was like, fuck. God. I got in too late. <laughs> I was I mean come on grow up seriously like I, so many people are like crying spoilers over shit that too soon too soon 25 years maybe is, no. that, is that a good enough time look a year is more than enough time I don't know if you saw right there I posted a picture 24 of, hours of, of, yeah. is enough time like tonight I'm spoiling the fuck Evan on my page so if people don't like it fuck unfriend me spoiling what The Walking Dead one day tonight yeah, I give it till ten o'clock on Monday, and oh. then I spill my hate or what I loved or whatever. <laughs> like I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like Stephen Ogg or Simon bitch down Gregory. You know, like we're gonna we're, we'll talk about that. Yep. All right. Um, where are we at? We're gonna jump into the Walking Dead. You ready to jump into the Walking Dead? Uh. You want to do some Walking Dead? Yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited. Why do you sound so robotic as you say that? Because I was burping and let's, I have a sinus infection. Let's do it. Let's I am so it. excited. To do the Walking Dead. It really was no miracle. What happened was just this. And a witch. I wasn't there. No, man. You are. But I was in time that you raised your on Rick. It's a man that I love. And we're going to lay down our Oh, you, you lay down with your witch. Wife. Open your mouth. Swallow it. She, she didn't swallow it. Become she close. still get him Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Look, this episode last night, I loved it from top to bottom. There was one issue I had with it. Other than that, the episode was I fantastic. I had three issues. I don't like these camera Thrice. tricks they're trying yeah, to play. Yeah, with Jesus. Did yeah, you see the, the POV? It, it was supposed to be like the zombie, I guess. Yeah, don't it happened like that. too fast. Don't like it. Did, it you can't do it once nope. in one little snippet nope. and do it like. Well, that. they did it a couple times, but it, it but just main, I don't but, like but it. But the one main one, I was like, really. With the Negan pan out and then this, look, stop, stop. Yeah, I also didn't go like, back to um, what you're good good at. Like I told Irene, they are best when it's uh, two or three people. Figuring out a situation like the Sasha Maggie stuff was mm-hmm. fantastic. Like all like Sasha uh, Maggie and 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 G Jesus that whole everything they did together yeah was a- excellent yeah I like even okay so we all like spoiler alert spoiler Ma- Maggie started her takeover last yes. night yeah when she's on top and she's like go over there and do that I, I mean looked at me and she was and goes she's leading. Yep. I said, this is her clan. See, this is her group. I had a problem with that scene a little bit. Not, not she's them. up there and then she's over there? No, not them. It's the fact that all of a sudden, like, the editing. That, I had a problem with that because all of a sudden, like, we're in the room and then they're just jumping up. And then, like, all these fires and music and no one's outside yet. Well, I there's nobody watching the gates. That was my thing. Like, nobody's taking watch in this I know. Community. Like, it was just weird how it happened. I didn't. 
I didn't really like that, how it, you know, I wish, you know, they could have showed, like, honestly, this could have been, you could have added a 30 minutes extra to this instead of the other one. Oh, I totally agree. I was, I was vested in last night's episode. Like, yeah, there was, it was weird. Like, you don't have nobody watching your gates. Yeah, and then, and then all of a sudden, as soon as they walk out, then all these people, and then Maggie's telling them what to do, like... Well, I was, was okay with that. I mean, it was it, just it, weird it how it seems like, like there was something missing. Yeah, like like something was edited out of that, and I don't. I mean, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't like that. Uh, yeah, it, but it wasn't as bad as that uh, Dwight bullshit editing they did there. That was fucking terrible. Yeah, it's like bam, bam, he's there. You know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck? But um, G- Gregory, God, that guy's got to die. Yeah, he's so fucking annoying. Like he ratted. He was getting ready. Like he ratted, He didn't know that yeah, they weren't in that closet. Yeah. So like, I'm like, he was he was gonna have them killed. Luckily, liquor was in there. Otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> like he was getting ready to have them killed. Yeah, he was. Like, and then that's uh, what he, he said. What do they say? A, a coward's worse than a a dog. A I don't know. Or something like that. Did they say that last night? Oh, what was the line? And it was so perfect. Who said it? Maggie. I don't know. But when she was like, "My name's Maggie Ray," I was like, "Yes!" Yeah, everyone was like that. Like, <laughs> Get I was it, like, girl. finally for the first time we hear it. But then again, I had a problem with when when that happened. I didn't the punch that she gave him. It was weak. It was edited weird. You like? I don't know. I didn't notice that. Yeah, go back and watch it. I didn't like it. And now I'm not a, one to pick, you know, apart stuff on editing and stuff like that. Like I'll say a couple things, but the whole the whole punch thing was really fucking awkward. I don't know. If you I, go back and watch, well, go yeah. back and watch it. And let me know what you think of that. Punch. What I want to know like is where punch. did Maggie's belly go? She had no belly last night. She ha- hasn't had a belly. Yes, really. she has. When they did the shower scene with her and and, and Glenn, she had a pooch, a little a little belly. She didn't have nothing. Nothing. Go back and watch. Okay. She had a little pooch. Now she's got nothing. I was like, uh, time out. Uh, <laughs> time out. <laughs> she's not. Where's the belly? Uh, where, uh, like, I, I kept saying it over and over again. I'm like, I don't get this. Like, how does she have a belly two days ago, but not today? Yeah. I don't Weird. know, man. Um, but Jesus, he was awesome. And I like how his beard's real. Now it is. <laughs> now, now it I is. mean, I wish we could see more of him. He's awesome. You will. You'll, you'll get more of him. Like, one thing that, like, there has been people who've, who've, who've nitpicked The Walking Dead is, like, we shouldn't take these, like, where they just focus on one story at a time per ep- episode. And I get that. But there's so many there's so many people in this in this show now. You couldn't show every single one of them in one episode or else it would get so muddied. Yeah. So you have to kind of do what they're doing. But see, I like that. What, what was season was it? Was it season three where they were separate? Separated uh, and Daryl's with Beth, and you know. Uh, yeah, but it was one episode runs. Yeah, but see, I liked that. Yeah, I, I don't mean, mind that. I no, don't need. I don't, I don't need Rick in my I face will say, all the time. I will say this though, like I don't need that. But like, if you have somebody doing something outside of your groups, I think you should spend like maybe thirty seconds or a minute to show like what they're up to, because as I'll show you in the sneak peek, you'll be like. What the fuck? I want to know where what's going on. Like, yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen this. Show. But uh, no, Maggie's uh, quote was: uh, Sasha said he's an idiot, and Maggie says he's a coward, and that's more dangerous than an idiot. And that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, he tried to get him killed last night, but I feel like they could have added the thirty minutes that they did on the other episode to this one, and it would have made more sense, and it would have been better. Because I also didn't kind of like how Jesus was like, "Oh, I know who's going to lead when they're standing at the window." Talk to you about it later. All right. Like, it was just kind of, you know. <laughs> Watch this. Of course, there's going to be an ad. Uh, but, yeah, so, look, uh, I looked at the writer last night, and the person has written stuff for, like, Prison Break, so he's been around. Because I thought the writing in last night's episode was I great. love the roller skates. That was, that was a nice little scene. And I got to say, 
my heart sunk a little bit when Carl and Edith are talking and he kisses her forehead. Yeah. I was like, oh my lord, that's so sweet. Did you not notice it? Like the way I he noticed, did it, yeah. it was so sweet. Yeah. And then they kiss and then she's like, and, the, and, I, and then my brain went elsewhere because then, then she's like, oh, I can't make you stay. And I was like, your vagina. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> he ain't getting there yet. Uh, but you know what? Yeah, I, I like that. But scene that a lot. forehead kiss was like really cute. We need like one thing I always said about The Walking Dead is you need hope in it. We we do we do need like brief minutes of like something to make you smile because when you're just pissed Except off and Rick sad and all the time. Kiss and then he's like, thank you. But did you notice Carl's <laughs> just in the background creeping? Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's, just he's like, there. why didn't you go with my dad? Yeah, like he's just—he's <laughs> literally like four feet behind him. Can we just get him a good eye patch? Like, <laughs> good I'm lord, so done with the fucking bandage. I All understand, right. but you can hide it underneath. So something. this is the trailer, but I don't think it's the Walking Dead. We survive. We bring civilization back to this world. We are the saviors. They cannot be trusted. What exactly are you asking? We have today See? only today to find something. Finally, have the numbers. If there's a price, I'll pay it. For more video, go to amc.com. Listen, we went farther than we were supposed to. There's nothing left out here. We don't even have enough gas to keep looking, even if we wanted to. Okay, we said we'd be gone for two weeks. It's been two weeks. As long as Hilltop keeps their side of the bargain, we have food at home. We need ammo. We need medicine. This is the sneak peek I'm talking about. We can't about. go back like this. There's people but counting on us. Yet. Why are you acting like you don't know that? I'm not sure that means much to me anymore. What we did at the satellite station all of those people that we killed. You didn't see it. Okay, you just saw what was left. No. I had to do it too. Yeah, we all had to. For some milk and some corn. That wasn't the only reason. And yeah, we did. You know we did. See, that's, that's the thing. You saw how we were living back home before you guys got there. We didn't know we thought... What? What? It doesn't matter. I get it now. If it's you or someone else, you choose you. You take what you can. You take out who you have to, and you get to keep going. Nobody's in this together, okay? Not anymore. Survival, bitch. I told you to hide them in the hallway closet. You said closet. I wanted to see. There's, there's a another clip that they played last night on the Talking Dead. Because you. Oh look, go back. You can probably watch the punch that I'm talking about. I can get your live reaction. Well, I saw it. I know, but just watch it. Motherfucker. It's cut off before then. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Fucking liar, man. No. Um, the walking. Yeah, I mean, I think it's starting to pick up. I understand why a lot of people are annoyed, but then again, it's a show. Calm down. You gotta let it build. 
a lot of people said that about, you know, season two and season three. You know, it's it's one of those things you just got to let it come naturally and evolve. I don't know why I can't find it. But anyway, Tara washes up on a fucking beach. Dead? No, alive. But she's un- un- unconscious. And there's a little girl and her mom. And the little girl's getting ready to stab her in the head. And the mom's like, wait, wait, wait. She's alive. How is she on a beach? She's on a beach. Maybe before? Maybe it's a flashback? No, it's now. She's in the same clothes you see right there. She washes up on a fucking beach. Oh, my alien. So they're close to the beach. Is there a beach near there? Well, Wait. you got the, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're in Atlanta, but they're from where they are, it's still a little bit of a travel, which tells me they've traveled enough to where they're close to the water. That's a good. Are they going to bring in Fear the Walking Dead? No. I'm just kidding. That would be fucking suicide. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, I, I like this episode a lot. I thought it was good. Uh, I felt like uh, this is the best episode other than the opener. To me, this, this well, the nah, Ezekiel one was good Ezekiel. too. I love Ezekiel. Ezekiel one is my favorite. But the last two before this, to me, were the weakest two of the season. Like, I didn't like la- last week's a whole, a whole lot, and I didn't like the weeks before that. So I can understand why people didn't like Dwight one, and I can understand why people didn't like Negan one. But I did like the Negan one better than I did the Dwight, and I can watch Jeffrey D. Morgan all day. I showed uh, you actually a clip when I got here of, of him in Supernatural because my shirt says Dad's still on a hunting trip. And you were like, I was like, yeah, I like him when he has a little bit more meat on his bones. And then you he watched really it, you skinny. were like, yeah, he doesn't even look like him. Yeah, he looks ridiculously skinny. <laughs> I mean, you go back to Losers and Watchmen and, you know, he had a, and P.S. I Love You, he had some more meat on his bones, and I liked it. He's just really kind of skinny. He has no butt anymore. He uh, that <laughs> drunk. I think you know. I think it's a. Uh, I was watching back to last week's episode. It's a combination of a lot of things. The drunk lean he does is weird. The way he doesn't take that smile off his face is weird. Like I, I watched it back and was like, okay, I'm still just as not feeling it as I was last la- last week. So I know it wasn't just like a, I was in, not into it that night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, it's fucking old. Interesting. I uh, liked it. Um, I still think so far the Ezekiel one's my favorite. That's a good, good one. I, I really like. I think last night, like what I was saying last week, is nothing last week moved the story or the one with Daryl. This moved the story. It's it totally sets up, you know, Maggie. Um, it sets up the fact that are the saviors on to her? Like, are they there because they know that, or are they there just because they know they might have been in cahoots with Rick? Mm-hmm. Um, so it totally sets up Maggie to take over the hill, the hilltop. It sets up Jesus to become more of just a gr- their group, like he's going to branch around. So, like, it set that up. It set up the whole Carl getting into the back of the truck just like they yeah. did in the comics. And now we got Jesus in the back yeah. of the truck, which ain't in the comics. I like comics. how Carl's just like, hey. Yeah, like, hey. like what are you doing here? <laughs> so, this, that's what I'm saying. Like, all along, that's what I'm saying. Not, those past two episodes didn't move the story at all. This moves the story. Yeah. It totally moves. Like, now we got Rick going. Like, we're doing some something, mm-hmm. you know, besides just... I'm just here getting a, a Negan's dick slammed down down my throat for an hour and a half. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that episode didn't move the story. Like, it did nothing I still liked the story. it. So, this episode, like, totally did that. It set up the whole uh, Carl and Enid thing. It set up... That forehead kiss was adorable. It set I, up... I, I just gotta say, it just watched it that It totally set up Gregory getting ready to get killed. It totally set up, you know, the Maggie becoming the surrogate mother to, to Enid, which in the comic books, it's Sophia. So, it totally... It's, yeah. It, it's moving the story, you know? Uh, the watch being taken now she passed it on the e- Enid, mm-hmm. you know, like so. To me, I felt like the, for 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 the past couple of weeks, this is finally somebody wrote a story to move. Besides just sit stagnant, so that's why I liked last night's episode a lot. I mean, it did move the story along. Um, 
it was good. It was good. It's good character yeah. development. It's good storytelling. I mean, I liked how he learned that Maggie. That wasn't the first time she ran over a car with a tractor. No. <laughs> and you know that uh, I watched the uh, the talk, Talking Dead, and they did the behind the scenes scenes on that. That was fucking great. How they how they did that. Did she actually do it? She did it, but they did a test car. And the car moved, and they didn't want the car to move, so they had to like chain the car down and take like the engine and tranny and all the uh, shit so out of the just car. Like the shell. Well, yeah, it had the interior and all that, but they took like the engine, the transmission. They had to take all the fluids out for EPA reasons. And they talked about how they did, it, and they showed them chaining it down. But she did back that thing. They put bigger tires on the tri tractor than what it normally yeah. would have. But they said they wanted to crush it. Uh, that was a gremlin. Cool, That's cool awesome. little cars too. Um, so yeah, I look. I I like the, there is really. I mean, really, I can't complain about anything in this episode. I had that one weird camera trick that bothered me. Other than that, I was fine with the rest of it. The weird camera trick, the punch. And the weird camera trick shit only started when Negan came came on the show. It all started with that POV kill that we didn't mm-hmm. see, and then from there on, we start having all these goofy ass camera tricks yeah. that I, that I don't like. You can't do a show for six years one way and then try and do other things. Yeah, like it's I not like, a campy horror, horror show, so you can't do campy camera tricks. Yeah, because that's what it those needs are. It needs to be more gritty. I feel well, like I feel like we lost the grit kind well, of in this se- new season. And when you say the just, grit, just go back and look at the camera film, the style of film they used from season one to now. You can actually see grains in, yeah. in on the TV. And I like it's that. more clear now. You know what I mean? And I I like the, the grit. It was and the, the stock of film that. that, that yeah, was. I really like that. I kind of miss that. It's too it's it's too clear. I don't I don't know. Well. I, I, I feel like I just, I don't know. Like, I loved when they did the black and white last season. Oh, I love that. And then they did That's the how color. the show was originally supposed to be. Yeah, in black and white. Was all, yeah. And I wish they would have did that. They actually aired it on a marathon in black and white, didn't It they? was just, like, a couple episodes, oh, though. Okay. It wasn't, like, anything long. I think, well, I mean, look, if you got a TV, you can just turn the color off yeah. on the TV now if you want to watch it in black and white. I'm going to so. do that for next week. <laughs> you, you can. I mean, you just turn your color off. I mean, that's the beauty of, like, people are like, I wish they would release it in black and white. Just turn the t- color off on your TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. What the fuck? Ghosts. Leonardo just fell. Ghosts. No, it's Leonardo. He fell. Bad turtle. No. <laughs> bad turtle. He's Leonardo. He's a hero in a half shell. He's a hero in a half shell. Do you know who writes the Terminator? Or not the Terminator. Terminator. TMNT. Transformers. No. The new ones. You know who's one of the writers on, on those? No. He left now, though. But he did like the first like five. Robert Kirkman. Really? Yeah, I just found that out the other That's day. That's awesome. That's great. Fun he, fact. He did some of the writing for it. so. Fun fact, yo. All right, you want to check out some trailers real quick before we jump into our topic? Sure. Here's Cars 3. Why not? I've never even seen the other two. Don't want Cars 1, fantastic Oh, movie. my Lord, I'm going to be spoiled. No, you're not. Cars uh, <laughs> 1 was a fantastic movie. Cars 2, not so much. So let's see what Cars 3 has to offer.
It's a teaser, uh, obviously. That was the stupidest thing ever. That was like that Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> teaser we got where it's just them singing. Did you did you see the new trailer for uh, Pirates of the no, Caribbean? No, I have not. I like to watch it when we're doing a podcast so you can get my honest reaction. Uh, it's it's not a whole lot more, but they gave it. Li- you still don't see Depp. What the fuck? It's like they're hiding him. Why? I have no fucking clue. It's probably because he got so fat. <laughs> he got weird looking, honestly. Don't you agree? Uh... Look, he's a character actor, and he's weird. I love him, though. He's he's okay. I mean, he has, like, his moments, you know, where he's good one minute, and then the next minute, I'm like, what the fuck? See, one of my my favorite movie by Johnny Depp is Secret Window. That's that's a good one. It had that goofy dude in it, too. Yeah, uh, John Trillio or something. Whatever. He's fantastic. He was in uh, Transformers. Sector 7. Remember they stripped him? Shia LaBeouf. Curse of the Black Pearl is still the best one. That's a good one. It changed what Disney was doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. It was rated R, wasn't it? It was the first rated R. Filmed that in Vancouver, right next to the Arrow and Flash set. That's awesome. So they were all like together. Kevin Smith was up there filming Flash when they were filming. That's that. fucking awesome. I'm disinclined to acquiesce to your request. <laughs> uh, you know, there's not many trailers other than that. I was just looking. Yeah, not a lot came out. Um, I heard Fantastic Beast was yeah, meh. Whatever. You know, it doesn't do anything for for me. You didn't like My, Harry Potter. I didn't watch him. Yeah. You gotta watch them. I don't want to watch Fairy Wands. Mounting Magic. Nah, you know, I tried. I tried to watch Harry Potter. Watch Lies! No, I watched half of one and left the theater. Left the theater. They were flying around broomsticks, and I was like, deuces. Come on! Deuces. I don't even know what one it was. I was like, I'm done. I can't even. It's Quidditch. Yeah. I gave it like a good two hours, and all they did was fly around on broomsticks. On some race, and I was like, I can't watch this It's shit. Quidditch. Oh, you're such a fucking I don't know. Player. I couldn't watch it. I was like, this is gay. I'm walking out. This is gay. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. The problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude about the problem. No, there's never problems, only solutions. <laughs> you know where Boom. that's from, right? Your mama. Oh, you know the kids thought that when every Captain time, every time they were like, Dormammu, 
The kids thought they were saying, yo, mama. <laughs> well, because it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. My whole life I've pronounced it Dormammu. Yeah. And in the movie it's pronounced Dormammu. Yeah. No, I won't say it. I won't say it. Dormammu. That's Some the way I'm saying yeah. it. Like, we, like I say icing. It's icing. I say icing. There's no N. I don't know. I just say icing. Frosting. You say water or water? Water. I say water. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Pay attention. All right, I'm going to. I'm going to pay attention Sun? now. Um, what was I going to say? Something I say about something. We you say. seem somewhat familiar. Have I threatened you before? What is that? It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. What are you looking up quotes? Yeah. Yeah. Did everyone see that? Ha. Because <laughs> I will not be doing it again. <laughs> Why is all the rope gone? Yeah, that's the only one you know. Yep. It's the only one I care about. Because honestly, the last two Pirates of Caribbean's movies sucked. Like, bad. Like, they weren't even watchable. Sucked. No, they were watchable. The first two were good. I liked the first two, not the last two. Oh, they were watchable. Lies. Took your line there. What are you doing on your phone? Nothing. Googling shit. Shut up. Look I up. thought you were going to look up um what? Pirates of the Caribbean. We just watched it. No, I thought you were gonna look up if it was rated PG thirteen. It is rated PG thirteen. I was, was right. It was the first time they ever rated PG. I actually remember watching it. I went over to your house because I skipped school, and you had off work that day, and um. Oh, did I know you were there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You cut school and I knew about it. Family issues. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was there, and you and you uh, played Pirates of the Caribbean for me. First time I watched it in your little apartment. Mm. Did you ever see the preview for this arrival? Yeah, that looks good. Yes, uh, it does. I heard it. it I heard it's going to be really, really good. Um, I'm going to be at the movies on Christmas. I'll probably see like two movies or something. What are you watching? Um, there's a funny movie coming out. Something gay. Something gay. No, there's a James Franco movie coming out called Why Him. Dumb. There's also uh, The Passengers with uh, Chris Pratt. And Jennifer... Go see Rogue One. No. It's going to be fantastic. Biggest movie shit. biggest movie of the year, Rogue One. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Good. You? I'll be watching other movies. I could watch Patriot's Day with Mark Wahlberg. Gay. Shut the fuck up. It's not gay. You're gay. And if I was, would, I, would you have a problem means with you're it? means you're happy. So if you're happy technically, and you know it, clap you're your saying hands. it's gay, it means you're happy about it. Hell yeah, I'm happy about it. <laughs> happy about Rogue One coming out, bitches. I never. Did you hear that ha uh, Harrison Ford and uh, Carrie Fisher had an affair? Had an affair. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. My whole life, I've been lied to. Why? Cause man, they were both married and fucking around on their so? spouses. It's fucked Remember up. Remember when she was in? Um, My whole life, I was screen? lied to. Yeah, she was in the Burbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was hot. <laughs> um, there was a trailer. Fuck it. Uh, oh yeah, just want to show you. What? Justice Come League. on, chop chop. Justice League Dark. Justice League Dark. Yeah, man. You don't watch these, but there's peeps out there listening to the show that do. What is it? Justice League Dark. Son. Watch this shit. As soon as the ad is over in 15 seconds. <laughs> Have you, did you ever watch Killing Joke? Yes. Did you like it? Yeah. Oh, I, liked I liked it for it. what it was. The, uh, go watch Flashpoint is one of the best ones I've ever seen. There's a Doctor Strange one that came out like 2007. Ooh. That's great. Um, I'm probably going to go home and watch Doctor Strange again. Watch the cartoon because I, I think you'll like it just, just just as much. Just as much. Yeah, I mean now you kind of know the story. <laughs> I like how they um, the guy with the bull in his head. That was awful. That was a cool scene. 
Citizens. They all have seen nightmare visions beforehand. The same pattern is repeating around the world, so there could be an overriding paranormal element. Are you talking about magic? Then we have to find John Constantine. Team, you, me, Zatanna, Batman, maybe even a Justice League. Let's take a walk on the dark side then. John Constantine from the TV Swamp show Thing. Threaten the green. Draga Malefic. Draga Malefic. Let's do this. Fuck it off. Your life is a patchwork of blackness with no time for joy. How do you cope with it? I have a butler. You're Matt Ryan. That was not George Clooney. No, that's been the same Batman for like ever. That sounded just like George it's Clooney. Don't George lie. Clo it's not George Clooney. Fucking no. lie. George Clooney said the worst thing he ever did was being Batman because he ruined it. Because he had nipples. It was just everything about it was terrible. And Alicia Silverstone was fucking weird. I did like Poison Ivy though. You can't deny Poison Ivy was awesome. But she did wasn't really like Poison Ivy. I liked the sexy, <laughs> sultry Uma Thurman Poison Ivy bitch. Okay. Uh, okay. That was the red flowing hair. That was a terrible ass movie. Then you know it. The wasn't Bane. that good, but I still love Bane Poison was, Ivy. She Bane made was that like, movie. That's all he did the whole. Wasn't he a time. wrestler or something? The actor? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to see. I forget who the Batman is in that one. Cast. Matt Ryan as John Constantine. Jason O'Mara as Bruce Wayne. He does a lot of the stuff, but I wish Kevin Conroy would have came. But Kevin Conroy's focusing on, like, they're going to do uh, Mad Love and a lot of those uh, movies, him and uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, okay. That's cool. I prefer... Um, it is Rosario Dawson as Diana Prince in this movie. <laughs> Yeah. Lisa got one right. You just killed everybody's ears. <laughs> oh. Now I gotta edit that out. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, you back up. I don't think about it like that. Well, you have to. I have a very pitchy voice, especially because I have a sinus infection, so it's sometimes worse. So when you get louder, you just back up. But I never know when I'm gonna get louder. It just comes out of me. Well, then I don't know. <laughs> but that's stuff I gotta go back and spend two hours ed editing now. Fuck you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not it going to take two hours. Uh, it takes a little bit. All right. Good morning. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Yup. And we're here. We're going to annoy you. We're going to rape your ears yeah. with some facts. Some facts. facts. Some Can facts. Can you on the light, please? I wrote in purple. Christ. I wrote in purple. Can't you use a notepad on your phone? No, I like to actually write notes. So it's illuminated. Notes. So it's illuminated. No, I like to. I look at screens so all it's the illuminated. time. So it's illuminated. Look at my notebook. Nope. 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 My alien, calm nope. down. Nothing. Nine. Nine. Dusvidanya. Goes into my topic. All right, come oh. on. Oh. Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? I only got one, but it's a long one. 
Okay, you only got one? I got okay. one, but it's a long one. All right, so I'll start with mine. This is a cute one that I've wanted to do for a very long time. Mine you ain't cute. You have to bring up YouTube. Mine isn't cute at all. Well, mine's, it's kind of cute. Brutal maybe. and death and mayhem and aliens. And God. No, it's oh. about mayhem and aliens and military bases and okay. all kinds of shit. It's fucking out there. What animals? Naval officers. What animals? Do you think would be the perfect candidates for espionage? Espionage? Dolphins. Come on, give me a real fucking answer. I am. They've already trained dolphins to do espionage. They go over and they, they put mines on submarines and stuff. Dolphins are fantastic animals for that. You can release them and they do their thing. Okay, they come a land back to you. animal. It's a mammal. You just a said animal. A land animal. A land animal? Um, probably a bee. You can make drones the size but of bees now. But people are scared of bees. They won't let them close to them. Yeah, but if one's flying 10 feet, they're not going to know it. It doesn't matter. Okay, look. All you right. can fly in a room, sit, li li no. listen. Okay, fuck you. All right. They've cats. already made them. Cats are the ideal candidates I for espionage. Cats. I hate cats. Me too, but look. They're they are quiet, sneaky, sly, and I put it in quotations, adorable. And they're scared to I death really of cucumbers. But listen, okay? Cats are very sneaky. They can go yeah. in without you noting. Not all the time. Okay. They slip around unnoticed. So in the 1960s, the CIA launched a project called Acoustic Kitty. Called. That's perfect. <laughs> all right, Catwoman. <laughs> um, which intended to use cats to spy on the Kremlin and Soviet em embassies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Victor Marchata, a former CIA officer, said that the project cost about $20 million okay, um, to do many? this. $20 million. No, you got to say it like Austin Powers or like Dr. Evil. Million dollars. That wasn't even a good one. That was million dollars. <laughs> um, in an hour-long procedure, they would surgically implant a microphone, radio transmitter, and wires into the cat to collect intel. Now play my video. Huh? Play the video. Come on. Come on, son. It's coming. <sighs> Wasn't only human beings who became involved with the experiments. Animals, too, were programmed to fight the Cold War. One project was codenamed Acoustic Kitty. The idea behind Acoustic Kitty was to develop an audio device that could function despite extraneous noises. The cat that was used for the experiment um, uh, had to be cut open and have a uh, power pack placed inside its uh, abdomen. Uh, wires were run up to its ear, to its cochlea, wires to its brain to determine when it was hungry or sexually aroused, and wires to override uh, these urges. The cat was then put on a test sent across the street to uh, eavesdrop on uh, a conversation, being monitored by a, a van loaded with equipment. And as this poor little monstrosity waddled across the street, a taxi cab came down and ran it over. So it was $25 million down the drain. $25 million was a lot of money then. <laughs> a lot of money now. <laughs> I just, okay, yeah, that's it. Um, so, like he said, uh, the problems with the, with the project were uh, easily distraction and the cat's hunger, which had to be um, addressed, but ultimately failed. 
Um, the first Kitty mission was to eavesdrop, eavesdrop on two men in a park outside the Soviet compound in Washington, D.C. The cat was released and was allegedly killed by a taxi. However, in 2013, Robert Wallace, a former director of the CIA's office, said that the project was abandoned due to training. The equipment was taken out of the cat, and the cat lived a long, happy life. <laughs> um, it concluded in 1967 because it was deemed not practical. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little fun one for you. Check out so be careful with your kitty cats. You never know. They could be spying Speaking on you. Speaking of be careful, these are the bee drones. Have you seen these? They can yes, fly in a room. Them. They can sit in the... Like, but I'm saying a lot of people like cats and they'll pet them. And, you know, me. They, you I'd know. be like, that's the demon. Ask, ask my kids what cats are. They will tell you. They'll say they're demon seeds. I know. I don't like cats either. That's what I call them too. So if a cat comes in a room, I'm kicking it the fuck out. I'm not kicking it. I'm kicking it. Fuck you. Boom. Right out the door. I will hit you. Little bees. Little bees. did in the 60s was so amazing. I mean, with all the projects they had and stuff like that. I mean, even with this one's stupid as hell, but you know what? I could According see to local reports to from it. Palestine, Israel's security services may have a new recruit in the form of a militarized dolphin. Hamas claims to have captured the mammal being used as an Israeli spy off the coast of Gaza, equipped with a host of devices, including cameras. According fucking to the a. local the news service people, Al-Quds, the newest recruit was, quote, stripped Bond. of its will and it tur was turned into a murderer by the Israeli Murder. security Murder. services, Mark. This is a slightly curious one. Uh, it's, Real though, it's, it's kind legit. of indicates it to me, I mean, the, the, it goes on, the, 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 report, the, uh, the report from Palestine goes on to say that it's the, the Israelis are so angered and indignant at the formation of Hamas's naval combat unit that they will go to any lengths to try and undermine. So what, One of the cool things that they did in, in, in World War II um, was they used dolphins to be able to get around the mines, and they were able to send the dolphins down, and they could tell where the mines were by the way the dolphins swam yeah. in the pattern. It's fantastic yeah, shit. It's awesome how they it. can use animals for that. It's I, I love it. because And, you know, the dolphin is a natural thing in the water, so it would just be like... Boop, 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 boop. And they would have cameras on them and Cats mine detectors. Cats thing on land. Yeah. I just wouldn't let a cat in my house. <laughs> Ever. Period. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, let's jump into yours. Acoustic Kitty, guys. Look it up. Acoustic Kitty. You ready for this? Yes. You ever hear of uh, Project High Jump or Operation High Jump? No. All right, so way back when World War II ends, right? Hitler dies. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe. Maybe. We'll get to that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Suicided. Allegedly. No proof. No body. There's no proof to this day <laughs> that he died. Yeah, I know. No proof. Um, okay, so what happened was there is a guy named Richard Admiral or Admiral Richard Byrd, okay. who was a Navy officer, very high-ranking Navy officer. He was on the cover of Time magazine. He was one of only three people in the country, or in the world, I guess, to wear his own medal. Like, he was that good to where he won his own medal. Like, they deemed a medal after him, and he won it. So he's he had a medal before he... He got his own medal while he was in service. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that'd okay. be like they've been giving out the Gidget Lynn me medal. And yes! you're the first person to wear it. Like, yes! He actually... Let's that, make that a thing. That Gidget was him. Lynn medal. So he was able... There's only three people in, in the world, as of today, that have worn their own med medals while they were still 
in service in service. Okay. So this is a very oh, well known cool. guy. This guy was he was on the cover of magazines. He was on radio shows. He you can go and watch countless hours of uh, Richard Bird on YouTube. Him talking about Operation High Jump. So let me jump into a little later on. He releases a book. It's called uh, it, it's his biography basically. And basically, what he states in his biography is 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 really cool. He talks about his experience when it, while he was on Project High Jump. Project High Jump was a military operation that took place in 1945, just after World War II. Okay. They basically said uh, they th- had intelligence that Germany or the Germans were th- sending people to Antarctica. This goes into the Hollow Earth thing, but this is. Ah! Time travel this, shit and stuff. No, I don't do a time uh, travel. There is. Uh, they say that uh, Hitler did have a, tri- a time travel thing in Antarctica. The bell, but we're not. That has this has okay. nothing to do. So basically, this is this is actual fact. Like all this stuff is totally true. Factual. We thought at the, at the end of the war, we thought German soldiers went to Antarctica to live, because um, at the end of the war, two thousand scientists just a poof yeah. went missing. One million. People just poof mm-hmm. up and went missing. We do Project Paperclip. We bring all these scientists, scientists in over America, o- over yeah. to us, and we're using them in our space programs and our rockets and, and blah, blah, blah. Bomb and all that. All that stuff. Um, Oppenheimer did the bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's his face? Werner von Braun created the rockets that send us to, to, to the moon, and he was also the head of our space program. Yep. So at this point in 1945, we have intelligence that possibly there is Germans living in Antarctica in the underground base. We send Admiral Byrd out mm-hmm. with a military. He goes out with 4,500 soldiers, over 200 scientists. He leaves on a mission that's supposed to take eight months. They bailed on it in eight weeks. They ba- they bailed on it. Now, people were like, well, why would they bail on it? People were like, well, maybe it's because of the... It's because of the, the, the coldness it's considered or, or Antarctica, whatever, you know, you know. Inhabitable. It's But it's sovereign ground. Like, nobody owns it. At one point, Germany just, like, flew over it and job, dropped a bunch of flags with steak stakes on the <laughs> end and was like, we own it. And they were, we were like, no, you don't own it. That's not how this works. <laughs> they probably wanted to do that uh, to the moon. Well, that was in, like, <laughs> 1939 they did that. So, uh, okay, so we decide we're going to do this this mission. Operation High Jump. We're going to send Admiral Byrd in, who's this very known guy. He's... And explore, he's an expedition. Like, he's seen all these things. Like, he's been around the block. Like, this guy's very well-versed in what he's doing. We sent him over there. The project's supposed to take eight months. They only last eight weeks, and then they're out. People are like, why? Well, Admiral Byrd, during one of his very first weeks there, he was flying in a, in a plane. Like, he was also uh, a very well... He was a pilot, but he was not only, like, a shitty pilot. He was, like, he was like a very good pilot. Okay. He knew what he was doing. Like, he's been in, in these airplanes for 30-plus years. He knows he's how... He's not the, a novice. He's not a novice. He knows how the instrument panels work. He knows all the shit. And, in fact, they had, they had planes built specifically for him because he had, like, I want this, I want that. And so he had his own planes built for him. That's awesome. Um... So he he he's flying over a- Antarctica in one of the right. This, so his his uh, biography come, comes out. This is like uh, later on in his life he decides to put out this biography. In his biography he says, you know, like, look, I'm going to tell you things that you may not like or you may not agree with, whatever. But here's my experiences. Take them for whatever you want. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about how he's flying over Antarctica during Project High Jump. Project High Jump was also supposed to be for us to go over there and learn how to uh, handle cold weather. 
navigate through icy conditions, like all those so things. Like a training. It was a it was a training op, but that but was what it had we, a purpose. The training op is what we told the public, but what was really going on is we went over there to find out if there were Germans actually living in Antarctica. Okay. So Admiral Bird's flying over Antarctica, and what he says is he notices his therm his stern thermostat on his gauge cluster start to jump up to about seventy three degrees. Don't they have their own uh, Bermuda <laughs> Triangle or something around that area? Uh, there's a lot of triangles. There's like the Bridgewater Triangle. There's a ton of triangles. Um, so, ba- so basically, he notices the temperature jumps from like minus like seventy to like seventy degrees. Right? It gets incredibly warm. He states, and this is all in his logbook. He states he sees something running across a ground that is all of a sudden opening. Like th- there's there's green. He sees green. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Antarctica wasn't always just a barren ice Iceland. At one point, it didn't become um, ice covered until the 1500s. So like, and it's still not all ice covered as people think it is. No, because like Greenland and all that has like yeah. grass on. But people think when they think of Antarctica, they think of solid ice. They're, yeah. Before the uh, Pierre's map. Uh, we, when we found that map, we realized that you know Antarctica one time had like forest and stuff. Yeah. So that's why it's all cycle. It's while, not really climate change. While he's flying o- o- over uh, Antarctica, he sees a temperature change. He dips down to about fourteen hundred feet, which is extremely low for one of these planes. Like normally operating is like uh, higher than that. So um, he's flying over and he he starts seeing uh, the. The barometric pressure dropping. What he knows, he's green patch, and he grabs his binoculars, looks down, and says he sees a woolly mammoth running. Oh shit! Full now, now mind you, this is a guy like I said who was on the cover of Time magazine. He's a very credible. He's source. a very credible source. Like this is at a time too when honor meant <laughs> some something. You're talking 1945. Honor meant yeah, something back is, then. Yeah. It's not People like today. People got to it, and then it was all you know. So respected in his biography, he's telling all these things. He's telling about this and. So he goes on to talk, and this is where it gets pretty fucking crazy, and I think this is why they left after eight weeks. He was flying one day in his helicopter, or his plane, and all of a sudden he sees this disc-shaped thing come flying. And remember, this is all in his logbooks. This is all out there. Like, this is legitimate shit that you can go, and the the Navy and the Air Force have this shit documented. It's fact. He's not a crackpot. Look, there was other people that witnessed it, too. So he's sitting there, and all of a sudden he looks out, and he's, his plane shuts down and starts being controlled by something. Here's something come over his comms that says, in a German voice, that says, uh, we have control of your ship. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, we we want to talk. Mr. Admiral Byrd, you are like uh, a guy that we respect, and we want to just have a com- conversation with, with, with you. So basically they, they guide his ship down, or his plane. They guide his plane down. And he starts talking to what he says were very tall white men with blonde hair, blue eyes, swastika <gasps> emblems on the planes and on their uniforms. But they looked a little weird, really tall. So they looked strange. Like he, they weren't like typical humans. Like he was. But really wasn't weird. the swastika the actual symbol? Doesn't it mean something like peace and like? Well, it means it's the Aryan race. I mean, the Aryan race is looked at differently now than what it originally was. Like, yeah, it's not the it Aryan race. Into something terrible, but like it the turned, actual sign. It turned like into it turned into a race thing. But really, the Aryan race goes back thousands and thousands of years, and it's just a race of people <laughs> that lived. Yeah. So basically, what happens is, you know, um, they have blue eyes. They did it. Blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, the, what Hitler says is the perfect race. What are they? The, the nomad Nordics. 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 So 
Bird says he is 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 guided down, gets out, gets it, talks to these people, spends time with these people. They basically tell him like your weapons that you've created, because at this time we had just dropped the bomb on Nagasaki or Hiroshima, one, one or the other, I can't remember. We had just dropped the bomb. They know the bomb exists, mm-hmm. the atom bomb. Oppenheimer says, uh, I am the destroyer of worlds, uh, right after he says it, and he says that this isn't the first time that a, a bomb of this magnitude has gone off, and in fact, we know that to be fact because a bomb of that magnitude went off like in the pyramid days. We just don't know how. Yeah. Somebody created a mass explosion that we don't know how. Like Sada and Gamora? Something. <laughs> Remember in Dogma, he's like, that's a lot of... Running. I had yeah. to run back and forth for that. You don't even know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Admiral Bird has this experience. He writes it all down in his diary. It's all in the logbooks. Uh, everything. Basically, at this point, you know, they tell him about, the, you know, you guys need to stop what you're doing because you're going to destroy the world. Sends him on his way. Uh, shortly after that was when the project got scrapped and they all came home. What is Project High, High Jump? It was totally uh, to see if Germans still live somewhere in Antarctica. We know, in fact, that for thousands and thousands of years, there's maps that people find. There's tunnels that people find. Like, there is entrances. I don't want to say that, like, specifically. But we know, like, there is underground things all over the world, not just in well, Antarctica. Well, Hitler was obsessed with Antarctica. Hitler, was, Hitler went there in 39 for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, well, he didn't go there. They, they he created sent the under... There. They said the underground base, and then they had the time capsule, and... Yeah, if you look up Hitler in Antarctica, it's a lot of shit going so, on. <laughs> so back to Project High Jump, what, what they did there was, so Admiral Byrd comes out, he does these things. Uh, basically, they took all of Admiral Byrd's notes and everything, his flight logs, you can still find them on the internet, but they're all declassified now. Because what they do is, when they do classified stuff, is they say... They black it out. <laughs> well, that's redacting, but what they also do, whenever they do these dumps, these uh, big dumps that they Data do, dumps. is they will release out millions and millions of documents of shit that nobody cares about, but then because this stuff has to get declassified, they'll throw it in there. Mm-hmm. You won't know it ever exists unless somebody's physically going through thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands Which of there files. are people out there that do. There it. are people out there that do. But a lot of times these things get brushed un- under the rug because nobody wants to go through them. Now, people are like, well, how could they live in Antarctica? Well, let's, let's, let's rewind here a little bit. So, what we know is in religion, if you believe whatever religion you might mm-hmm. believe in, rather it be anything at all, every <laughs> single religion, no matter what known to man, has talks about people living in the earth. Yes. And in fact, Satan, they say, is a man who goes up and down and side to side in the earth. So let's just say you believe in a God. Let's just say you believe in a heaven or a hell. This place would exist to you. Like there is a core there is people living inside of the earth now we never have really gone back to that um we go back to antarctica for things but we don't really go back to look for that like there's all these photographs like and i don't want to turn this into a flat earth episode i think that's an episode by itself but when you look at at pictures like people say there is a hole that you can actually physically like even bird said like he was given a key that would allow him access into into these places yeah. whenever he wanted to because these these tall Nordic uh, but they were all wearing German soldier uh, u- uniforms and SSs and, and, and Iron Cross badges yeah like Nazis <laughs> at the center of the earth the worst movie ever made in existence had Gary Busey's son a <coughs> fucking terrible fucking movie Gary um, Busey's son was in Nazis at the center in, of the uh, earth Frighteners? 
Yeah, but he, it's, this is, I'm telling you, Nazis at the Center of the Earth. You ever watch it? Mm-hmm. It is the worst movie. I think it might have scored like a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is terrible. Huh. It Interesting. is absolutely shit. It's bad. You don't like C- CGI? Don't watch that movie. Literally, they just stood in the snow, and everything around them is CGI. <laughs> and Gary Busey's son is terrible in that movie. Damn, that sucks. Um, so what happens is we know that, okay, so you know that like religion tells us that all these things exist. All these things tell us that people live here, people live there. Mm-hmm. When the we, giants and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so when you look at like the not Nazis, what would they want with this? Well, we know that all these people turned up missing. Mm-hmm. Just vanished. Scientists, uh, uh, you know, one mil up to they, they estimate officers, military, one personnel. million people in Germany just poof mm-hmm. off off the fate, like just d- vanished, gone. Yeah, all these scientists, all these people, uh, and in fact, Hitler had was stated many times that maybe he, you know, went to live there before he went to Argentina because one thing that they say. Apparently, the what they say is the Germans that live in in, the, in in these underground places can also go to South Africa and do their thing because they don't not recognize them there. But it, you know, it's a whole big thing. Let's go back though into time a, a little, little bit to the fact that what Admiral Admiral Byrd says that he sees Nazi crosses and swastikas and these tall people, blah blah blah, whatever. The Almost ideal race. Almost every UFO case you look at for like a 15-year period from Roswell to the mid-60s all had one thing and one thing in common. Do you know what they they were? What did Barney Hill say after he had his abduction, his claimed abduction? Do you remember what he said the people looked like? He said they were German German men wearing German soldiers. These are accounts happening. All across the country and the world that all are saying one thing. Germans. So, having said that, is there merit to this? Were they on onto something? I don't know. Is there people living in the ground? I don't know. <laughs> but when you look at it, something's going <laughs> yeah, on. Something, if, something's, something's afoot. If one person over here says something, that another person over here that says something that they've never had any communication with and Mind you, Facebook doesn't exist back then. Yeah. How do they know that? How are they all having the same accounts? You just take a pin board up, put these, I mean, there's hundreds yeah. of them, and they're all saying the same thing. So, what I was thinking today is I was thinking, well, maybe the Germans did get in cahoots with the aliens, like supposedly they said happened. And. Is it the Lehom or whatever? Elihom? How do you pronounce it? Elihom? Elium. Or. Elium. No, it's not Elium. <laughs> I can never pronounce it right. You had it right. Yeah, I know. The Aliham. No, and now and now you. I was can't it them? No. Was it realism? No, it wasn't realism. <laughs> Elohim. Elohim. There Elohim. we go. Uh, so they're all. You could take pinboards across the world, and they're all saying one thing. And uh, from 1945 until after this, they're all saying one thing: Germans. Right? They're saying Germans. People are seeing Germans everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is it just the fact that we just had a massive war where Germans were like the villains? Maybe. Or maybe it's just people are really seeing Germans. Maybe there's something to this. Why would this Admiral Byrd just come out of nowhere and risk everything that he's created to say something? I mean, it actually makes sense. I mean, because, okay, he says he's seen these and these Germans were blonde, blue eyes. Blonde hair, blue eyes, tall. You know what I mean? So maybe they were trying to create 
the race with Hitler. You know, maybe Hitler was an alien. Who knows? Well, you know, a lot of people say that Hitler was definitely in cahoots with the aliens, but he never got past the technology because he wasn't, they couldn't figure things out fast enough to where he ended up lo- losing the war. But, I mean, the bell, I mean, uh, the Wunderwaffen. I mean, he was also into astral projection. He wanted to mm. be able to. He was also a kid fucker. Yeah. He had an alligator. <laughs> he was a dog murderer. He fucks kids. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the alligator. <laughs> Fuck the alligator. He's a kid fucker. Um, I mean, for someone like like that's what I'm saying though. Like the charisma and the and the enthusiasm that you have to have for one person to be able to create all that darkness is just power in itself is just remarkable. To be able to control millions of people at your will was pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I mean, his look. He was a terrible person. But there is no denying that he was able to make people do what he wanted him yeah. to do. And, in fact, his tapes are still looked at today as being some of the best uh, how to, like, rile the troops yeah. tapes. I mean, he, he, as far as his tactical side and his military side, he, w- he was he was definitely high up there. And, you know, it is what it is. But I mean, he was on Time Magazine. He was on Time. <laughs> a lot of people forget that. He yeah. was. He was on the cover of Time Magazine. And so was Admiral Byrd. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, go take it for what you will. But, you know, um, Project High Jump, and it goes way deeper in that because it goes into the whole Hollow Earth thing, which I think is an episode in yeah, itself. Yeah, Hollow Earth is really interesting. And I think I know <laughs> I think I know a guest for Hollow Earth. I got to see if they'll be interesting coming on. If I can get them on, that would be pretty sweet. It would be a pretty big guest. That'd so. be awesome. Um, but yeah, so Project High Jump. That's interesting. It's a fantastic uh, little nugget. I love anything with, you know, Nazis, Hitler, because it was just such a, a weird time, mm-hmm. you know, because then you had like, like you go online and like you look up because the Olympics were held in Russia with, uh, with uh, German, 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 <laughs> Germany, Germany, and um, he Germania. was, you know, the leader, you know, at that time. And they mm-hmm. did the Olympics there and you look at the stadium and like, I want to go there and visit. Like, it, it's so creepy and abandoned and shit. Like so for something that they said was just to like, you know, see if people can survive in cold weather. <coughs> so. This project high jump included forty seven hundred men, 13 ships, 33 aircraft alone. I don't think you don't put all that effort, like that. all that. They say it was a training personnel and testing equipment in frigid conditions, consolidating and extending the United States sovereignty over the largest predictable area in the Antarctic continent, uh, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Determining the feasibility of establishing and maintaining and utilizing bases on Antarctica and investigating possible base sites. Oh shit! Developing they techniques. Could still be there, people. Developing techniques for establishing, maintaining, and util- utilizing air bases on ice, so being able to land planes on ice, with particular attention to later operations in Greenland, which we know about. Okay, so one thing that was interesting was the human losses. We lost a shit ton of people. We were losing people at like we were losing like a plane a day, just poof, gone, just going off the face of the earth. Didn't know what happened. Tons of men. Uh, and in fact, in 2004, they went to try and find the remains of one of the planes, and they still to this day haven't found. But they did find uh, a couple of bodies of one of one of the crack crashes. Damn. Were they preserved? They were frozen, so yeah, I would imagine they were. 
Um, so this is a very interesting thing because this also goes in, like I said, it goes into the Hollow Earth thing, which is a whole different thing in itself. But I just found this operation really cool because it's a time in history where we were known to go look for something that didn't exist. Yeah. I mean, and nowadays people, they just throw it under the rug. Like, fuck it. Uh, you, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist. What? Like, I mean, like that was a name given to discredit people who who look outside the box. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, um, let me see if I can find. I wear tinfoil hats. Fuck y'all. I'll be prepared. <laughs> I mean, anytime you go into the Nazis in Germany, I mean, they, they did some fucked up shit. Um, but then again, some of their experiments actually, you know, cultivated medical science to... There's Richard Bird on the cover of Time Map magazine. That's fucking awesome. Well, he wasn't. Man. Actually, if you go on YouTube, you can find a ton of stuff of him him talking about. Like, uh, why he said, that, like, afterwards, for a long time, he was speaking out in public. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I mean, we went there for, for more than just one thing. We also went there because there was a ton of mi minerals in Antarctica we could use. Mm -hmm. Coal was a main thing. He was like, there's so much coal in Antarctica that's just untapped that we can just take. Well, there is a... Uh, there enough, is a enough th he said that there was enough coal in Antarctica that could supply the, the Earth for like 100 years. It was yeah. like some ridiculous amount. So, I mean, like... It's just hard to navigate in Antarctica. There were reasons why they went there, but the thing about it was it's, it's it's you know, um, it's the secrecy. And then, like I said, in, in his biography, he talks about all these events, seeing yeah. woolly mammoths and, and seeing That's all awesome. these things that, you know... Whatever happened to us cloning a woolly mammoth? Uh, Did that can, ever happen? Uh, no, but we can do <laughs> it. I mean, they know they can do it, but they won't do it because the minute they... Jurassic Park had the science down. <laughs> the minute that they they clone that, like, everything turns upside down, so there's no way that they have ever agreed to that. You know, I'm pissed. Like, they're not going to release the JFK files until after I'm dead. And, like, her dress? No, it's 50 years. It's not going to... It's going to be after I'm dead because I looked it 50 up. 50 years from 19... It's uh, The JFK stuff's out. The classified stuff's already out. Well, no, her dress and stuff like that. Like, it won't be released until after I'm dead. I don't know. I know the classified stuff is only a 50-year shelf life, and then they have to release it. So I'm pissed. Because we'll know eventually, like, the 9-11 stuff. I mean, we might still be alive. If we are, we are. I, I want to know I, these I, things. I already know it's an inside job. I know. So. We already know it. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I thought that was pretty cool. That but there, awesome. There's a ton of YouTube clips of Admiral Bird talking about this stuff openly. I mean, you go find his stuff. He's on, like, Johnny Carson. You know, and he died shortly at like not too much longer. Like he did this biography. Nah, he was he was old when he did this stuff too. <laughs> but um, he de there was a point where he definitely shut up because I think somebody was telling him to keep his mouth quiet. Probably, yeah. So, I I just always, like I listen. Stop trying to keep us quiet. I found a fantastic podcast today um, that had uh, some really good information on this that I like too. That's awesome. So All that's right. it. <coughs> I love anything with Hitler. I mean, he he was a Rothschild basically. Um, and we don't know if he's dead. <laughs> There's never any proof. So he's dead. He's dead now. Well, now how do you know? He's dead now. How do you know? Because he's dead now. He might not be. He would be like a hundred now. He's he dead. time travels. He's dead. <laughs> he dead. Um. Okay. So another one. Uh, so there's two operations that go in hand in hand that I wanted to talk about. So there's Project hold Northwood. On, time out for a second. Let's just see what this is. Dark rocks called noon attacks appear above the ice. Then rugged mountain ranges as far as the eye can see. Bunger leans forward in amazement. His eyes have caught a sudden and unbelievable change in scenery. The universal white has turned to chocolate brown dotted with blue. A cameraman goes into action. 
300 square miles of land without snow. Land that might be in New Mexico or Arizona. Pictures alone will prove Bunger has discovered a warm oasis in the shadow of the pole. It is for such supreme moments as this that men brave the hardships of exploration. The astounding, undreamed-of fact is that they are over a chain of warm water lakes whose shores, except for small patches, are free of ice and snow. Commander Bunger circles the largest lake in sight, five miles long. He comes in to make a landing. Water temperatures must be recorded. Sample is taken. He finds the water fresh, the temperature 38 degrees Fahrenheit. On the shores are vast deposits of coal and of minerals of the utmost importance to civilization. Aside from their headline discovery, Bunger and his men have another good reason. Okay, also one other thing too is where do we say we see all these like uh, underwater UFOs coming out of Antarctica? Yeah, Antarctica. Um, That's it, I'm done. There's also a lake in uh, Antarctica, it's called the Blood Lake or the Blood River. Um, and it's actually, uh, it's a river that's bleeding basically. Um, so there's so much iron underneath the ice that because of climate change, it's melting. So when the iron, iron comes face to face with the oxygen level, it makes it red. So it's actually bleeding. <laughs> it's really cool. It's really cool. So you guys can look that yeah, up. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, okay. So these two go hand in hand. So I'm just going to throw this out there. It's called Project Northwoods. Have you ever heard of it? Mm, keep going. Okay. Project Northwoods was created in 1960 when the Cold War was in full swing and the fear of communism was running rampant. Okay. Uh, the CIA, the American CIA, proposed an idea call, uh, that called for the government to perform a series of violent terrorist attacks in U.S. cities. Uh, these included bombings, hijacking, phony riots, and sabotage, which could all be blamed on Cuba. Now, the CIA planned to kill people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bomb yeah. cities and everything else to make us believe it was Cuba and to stop communism. Cuba? Cuba. Cuba. Okay. <laughs> to drum up support, um, it was to drum, drum, uh, drum up support for a war against communists and lead to a military operation to remove Fidel Castro from power. Okay. Get it? Get it? Uh, the plan was drafted and signed by the Joint Chiefs of Staff and presented to JFK, the president at the time. Uh, JFK rejected it. Um, the plan was abandoned and was thought to be a rumor for many years. A lot of people didn't believe that this was actually a thing that the CIA was actually going to do. Um, it wasn't until uh, it was released uh, in 1997 um, in a data dump, basically. Um, Again. Yeah. Uh, relating to, uh, and it was only released in relating to JFK's assassination. That's the only reason why I was released. Now, we come to today. What do we have going on? Drama. Protest, which all these people... We're just dumb. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dumb. If you're blocking my way and my dad's at the hospital dying, yeah, I'm going to run your fucking ass over. You know, look, I'll just jump up in the soapbox and I'm going to jump right off. All right, here's what I'm going to say. Uh, if you, I'm alive today, which I'm happy about because mm -hmm. of why. Because I'm not a moron, and I didn't yeah. do anything that caused me to get myself killed. Yeah. All right? Kill. Just go to fuck home. Yeah. Grow up. Exactly. Put on your big boy pants and grow the fuck up, people. Because if you're out there holding up signs that says Trump is not my president, guess what, fucker? You're a U.S. citizen. He is your yes. fucking president. Deal with it. Yeah. God, I hate this. Fire. 
And, you know, the people with the impeach Trump signs. Three things. You can't impeach somebody who's not even fucking president yet because he's not president, president until January election. 20th. Yeah. You can't impeach somebody who doesn't commit a crime unless he's committed to crime while being president. And number three, remember when Bill Clinton was impeached and he stayed the fucking yeah. president? You were idiots out there holding up signs that say impeach Trump. Read the fucking law. you don't even laws. know what the fuck it means. God, the whole thing is fucking uh, stupid. Actually, fun fact. Uh, today in history, Donald Trump uh, in 2004 filed for bankruptcy. So there we go. That's a fun little fact. <laughs> Chapter 11 or whatever. I don't know. Um, a lot of people filed. So for now we have all this stuff going on with crisis actors. Um. Now there is legitimate reasons to this. I mean, you look and there's people. There They caught somebody who said that. You know what I mean? We have these... This person shooting this, this news telecaster on air, but it doesn't even sound like a real fucking gun or anything. Nah, I had problems with that. Yeah, that whole fucking thing was stupid. The whole thing seemed weird. Yeah, seemed the whole, staged. the whole, yeah, it was all staged. I mean, we are fed all these lies from the media, and people just buy it. It's like people on Facebook who believe those privacy statements for the last three fucking years. God damn, I'm sick of seeing those. <laughs> if I copy and paste this, it's going to loot me from all my problems. Look. You're already posting it. It's public knowledge. Copying and pasting something isn't going to fix anybody's problems ever. Yeah, exactly. When you sign Jesus terms Christ. on Facebook, it's all public knowledge. It's just like the spoiler shit. I yeah. Mean, come on. Grow the fuck up. So, okay, so that was called Project Northwood. Now, there's another project called Oper- Operation Mockingbird. Um, it was a campaign by the CIA to influence media between the 1950s to the 1970s. It began in the 1950s and was led by Frank Wisner. Um, they recruited leading American journalists um, into network to help pr- uh, protect and uh, present the CIA information, what they wanted the public to know. Um, they influenced political campaigns. Um, and they totally bombarded news, t- uh, television, radio, with w- stuff that they wanted the American public to believe. Okay? Uh, basically, we were manipulated. Uh, the FBI would gain um, journalist credentials. FBI? Which, Johnny Gosh and, you know, that whole fucking thing. We have Cred- journalist no. credentials. I have journalist yeah. credentials hanging right up here. I'm I have just six saying. tags. So <laughs> they can get them. Well... Not hard to get journalists' credentials, yeah, I people. Mean, people have been caught in the White House and stuff without credentials. Yep. So, you know, um, in Wait, that, so are we journalists? Yes, we are. So I'm Superman. Yeah. Yes. You're not, you don't have your glasses on, though. I can put them on. <laughs> we are journalists. <laughs> not a beer. Um, so in 2007, uh, the general's office in- investigated a case um, in which an undercover FBI agent impersonated, yeah, personalated, personated a journalist from the Associated Press. Now, this was a kid um, who was supposed allegedly uh, sending bomb threats, but was never was never going to do anything, basically. So the CIA came together and the FBI, and they created these websites, and um, they basically they pretended to be journalists and emailed this kid. And well, they found the the network, the IP a, the IP address or whatever, and they sent him emails and UP was like, look, IP? we want, look, we want to interview you, uh, you know, w- what's going on, blah blah blah, and they even sent links in the emails that led to fake sites where they could locate him. Now this is all the 2007. This is all fucking illegal. Like you're you're you weren't allowed. That's falsely identifying yourself. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's not allowed. 
Didn't so know. At that time, there was no regulations for this. So in June 2016, the FBI issued new guidelines to regulate undercover ops. Okay. Regulators. Just a few months ago. Okay. Now I'm going to read this to you. Read it. I'm going to read it. Read it. And weep. Read it and weep. It says Dex Prescott's going to get injured. Oh, in week shut the fuck up. So. In June 2016, the FBI issued new interim interim guidelines to regulate undercover impersonation of journalists. The new policy prohibits FBI employees from engaging in undercover activity in which they represent, pose, or claim to be members of the news media unless the activity is authorized as part of an undercover operation. The report explained approval is required from the FBI field office the Undercover Review Committee at headquarters, and the Deputy Director of the FBI after consultation with the Deputy Atten- uh, Attorney General. That, that's all contradicting itself. Everything in this world Like, are you itself. fucking kidding me? So in June, so so basically, they're allowed to do it as long as it's part of an undercover, undercover operation. Because there was no guidelines in 2017 to state this. So, you're talking about, okay, Project Operation Northwood and Operation Mockingbird. What about Mockingjay? No, Mockingbird. Damn it. Think about today. Katniss With is the media. Come. With the media. The fake, the fake stuff going on. There's the tons shooting. of fake news. Look, like, look the media people, dictates like people, what people do. The, exactly. media, the media was like, people are going to riot in the streets. And what did they do the next day? They, they went riot in the streets. The media is what d- it, they control the masses. Uh, v for Vendetta was great at talking yes. about, about how the media pushes agendas. Yeah, and it's totally true because, like, you saw you it during the certain, elections. Yeah, and you look at certain like Fox, like you know, CNN is otherwise known as Clinton News Net. Network. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, like every network ha- is owned or is ran by either Democrat or Republican. Yes, I mean, in so Project they always in, push those people in Project Northwood. In in Project Mockingbird, they actually, you know, they used um, school uh, protests, uh, magazines, uh, networks as as operation um, undercover stations. I mean, so they were. This was the big boom of when conspiracy theories started to come about because we couldn't believe anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew that certain stuff was going on in the military, but they wouldn't tell us shit. They were like nine. So I mean, and these are things that are still going on today. And people are like, yeah, and like happens. you look it up, and they're like, oh, it ended in the 1970s. No, no it's Ooh. still on there today. You want to talk about stuff going on? The media creates this, all this race bullshit. The media creates all this hate that we have for the yeah. Islam community. Um, they want us to do. This. They want this us to hate weird. certain things. They want they us to want hate us each other. They yeah. want they want to divide in this country. It's clear. And and you know, like to me. This whole election this year was was a prime example of the divide in this country, because like all of a sudden the 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 look I, I'm not for either one of these two. Yeah. But I will say this: the Clinton people were all about how Trump was this evil person that's going to create chaos in the streets. Trump wins, and those Clinton people are the ones out, Go, out creating, chaos creating chaos in the streets. So but grow see, the again, fuck up. Is it a fake protest? Maybe because no, it's where not the- a fake protest. It's it's idiot- was it a staged protest? No, it's what it is is it's it's uneducated um uh I'm trying to think of the word we're uninformed. It's uneducated, uninformed, ignorant, ignorant 
closed-minded people yeah. that are just running at full tilt. Just like I said, there's people holding up impeach Trump signs. There's people saying, I saw a girl got a tattoo on her hip that yeah. said, Trump is not my president. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. It's all of these things in one that tell me that you are the reason why we're here. You are exactly why mm-hmm. we're in this spot right now because you didn't give a shit enough two months ago about this election, but all of a sudden it happens and now you care. Yeah. Over 50% of America didn't even vote. And over 50% of the people protesting in the streets didn't even vote. So that's 75% of the public that are out in the streets didn't even put a say in what they felt. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have no reason to be out there arguing and bitching. If you you want something to change, you change it. You take steps to change it. You just don't react to it. Yeah. So that's my take on that. It's it's dumb. Like I said, don't believe everything you read. You can't believe everything. Don't believe everything you see. Just because you see it on the internet doesn't mean. Yeah, like I mean, I posted a thing yesterday that Mark Zuckerberg died at forty-two and is Jesse Eisenberg, and there was somebody out there that was like, "Wait, is this real?" Oh my alien! Seriously, (laughs) that's funny. Just goes to show you how stupid people are. (laughs) People just they think they're informed because they go on Facebook and see the news. No, you look. There's still people posting up people who died ten years ago. Yeah, right? they don't look at shit. Because they don't look at dates. They don't look into <coughs> things before they... Like, every time I see something that I'm like, wait a minute, I always go research it before yeah, I react. Yeah, that's what I do, because I like to be informed. Like, because I don't... One thing I hate, I hate when people share stuff that happened four years, year, years ago, and I hate it when people, like, they just don't... Just fucking do it. Two seconds of research. I can do a quick Google search, and it'll tell, tell me what I need, need yeah. to know. Seriously. All right, I'm done. All right. Go so. find us all over the place, xdexperience.com. We'll do that in one second. Yes. Go all over the place. Go find us. Um, I'm MikeyXD9 on everything, Twitter, untapped, Facebook, Instagram. Just go look me up and you will find me. Uh, go check out all of our peeps over at ZRN, yes. Zombie Rate Radio Network. Uh, Everyone on the yep. BS. Episode 100 is coming up. Uh, leave us a voicemail. It'd be great. Uh, Bryce, Skype where are you at, dude? Yeah, Bryce, where the fuck you be? I know. I'm like, Bryce, where's he at? Um, he said he was out of power, so that he? he didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> so yeah do all those things go like us on itunes go give us thumbs up on stitcher uh yeah. share us share do all those things it's, it's check great check us out on yep. the bsn bs podcast BS network. network we're all over the place just google yeah. us and you XD will find us com. you can call and leave us a voicemail at 1-802-483-3682 come on guys get in the conversation tell me what you think i'm made of before my results come in <laughs> am i just a delawarean Cause that'd be sad. Delaware and Swamp Rat. I want to be able to celebrate something. Like, you know, Irish people or Italian people. I can't just... I mean, I can, but then people call me racist. But I'm just like, I'm proud to be white. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I mean... <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, Becker's X3 on Snapchat. Um, AOL.com. Um, Gidget Lynn everywhere else. You can just find me. Like we said, uh, just go to xdexperience.com, people. Yep. All right. So, we're going to do our Fun questions. Fact. Fun fact. Do you know what the Cookie Monster's name is? Uh, Elm, I don't know. Elmhurst. Sid. No Sid. one knows that, but that's just a little fun fact for you. <laughs> Pick a question, any question. Every time I th- hear Sid, I think of the sloth. <laughs> I know. I can't even get my hand in there to get the question. Why is there nine? Because you got to pick one. I'm not going to just, right. it's not fate unless it comes in your hand. Question, what we, how we do this? One each? Yeah, you ask me. What is the number one motivator in your life right now? My, my nieces and nephews. Okay, that's a bad one. No, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> no, that gets, like every time like when my anxiety flares up, I'm just like, you know, replace it with a moment with one of them. I mean, you know, I think of Janie grabbing my face and telling me I'm beautiful and that I have hair like Ariel. You know what I mean? And like, you know, they keep me going. They really do. Because I don't have kids of my own. Well, have so. some. No, thank you. You can adopt. I'm a, like Harmony told me already. She's like, I'm not having any kids of my own. I'm adopting an a- a- Asian kid. That's what she told me. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably adopt. I don't really know if I want to have a kid, honestly. Like, I, I, I'm like 98% sure having I'm not going to have a kid. I always have somebody to go to the mo- movies with. I always have somebody who wants to eat lunch. That's why there's Tinder. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> need somebody that wants to hook up with me. I just want to go. Touching. Oh. It's my turn. Don't I, reach your sometimes hand. Sometimes I just want somebody that wants to just go hang out. Uh, me, but you never call. Hashtag oh, okay. no invite. Two weeks in a row. I'll, I'll invite you everything I do do now. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right, here's my question. All right. It's a long one. That's what she said. Cat, would you rather have drinks with Jim Jones? You already did this one. Jim Jones. It wasn't on the air, though. Oh, okay. Do, do it again. Jim Jones. Do another one. I already that did that one. That was a question. You weren't supposed to hear it. But Everybody, I it. here's the question. Would you rather have drinks with Jim Jones or dinner with Doc Brown? Let us know. Jim Jones. <laughs> Jim Jones is real. God. All right. Let's do another Can't one. Spoil shit. Ooh. Would you rather live in The Walking Dead or Jurassic Park Universe? The Walking Dead. Really? Because I'd be like stacking zombies. Kicking them, and I'd be like, Negan, fuck you. I just stuck my dick down your throat, and you thanked me for it. <laughs> because I would have sniped <laughs> his ass from 20 miles away while he was walking. Really? Yeah. But, the, but. <laughs> It's a dead civilization. So? So is Jurassic World. You're just running all the time. I know, but you get to be around dinosaurs. That are trying to eat you. What's the difference between The Walking Dead? It's people trying to eat you. (laughs) A person is maybe 180 pounds and they're they're decaying. Uh, T-Rex is like thousands of pounds. They have tiny arms. Yeah, but they can still run. And they got All massive, the and they got big the teeth. T-rex. Big nah. teethers. I fear the long necks. They're scary. Oh, I love them. I swear, and like that's evolution to the to the giraffes. It could be. Come on. Could be. I, I love know. the. Guess what? On December eighth, I'm going to Franklin Institute Are you? for the Jurassic World exhibit. I'm so excited. Cool. So fucking excited. So yeah, I would totally want to live in the Jurassic Park world. What the fuck did you just do? That was weird. Guys, let us know. What would you rather uh, live in? Uh, Walking Dead or Jurassic Park World? Might be able to make a song out of this. You done? <laughs> I got a song. I don't even yes. know what this is. I just looked it up while we were talking. I have no clue what I'm about to okay. hit play to. All right, None. Yeah, find us everywhere, y'all. Love y'all. 100th episode coming up. This is episode 97. Do me a favor. Go get in a plane with Admiral Bird and die in a fucking fire. PP people. I don't care. And peace out, Brussels sprouts. Stay creepy, fuckers. I have no clue. What, what do you Google? What you Admiral Bird song. Oh. I have no clue what this is going to be about. Let's see. Fucking YouTube is great. Yeah. There's something around there. Station 2 at 11 Crazy and
No word. Yep, that's it. I don't, I, yes. I'm out. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.